that time again so the 92nd time we have joined you folks <laughs> as the new rooms. utah podcast uh, in your ear holes wherever you're at <laughs> in your car at work in your living room uh, at your desk i don't know wherever you sit i was thinking that'd be cool if they made a whole like two and a half minute song out of that intro like obviously there'd be more to it but well, that's they, from, that a is song. from a song that is, oh, oh. that's called the bootleggers dance do you want me to play the whole thing we should one of these times, like maybe on the way out, you know, as we're... I could play the whole thing at the end of this episode. That's what I'm we, saying. We probably have fucking time. As we sign off, just play the whole damn song. Uh, oh, speaking of music, I should probably put some on, huh? Oh, yeah, you're you're slacking today. Yeah, well, I've been busy. I was playing Magic when you got here. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> but you got signed to Magic cards this last week. I did, I did. So our friend Raven, who has uh, done the artwork on two... Uh, different uh, Magic the Gathering cards from back in the day. Uh, he told me a long story to go with them and how he got a shitty contract <laughs> uh, as opposed to other ones. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he gave me two, and they're white backs, so they're not uh, on the, the not actual... Not wet backs, people. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> wow, wow. Straight to racism right here on the New Utah Podcast, folks. <laughs> so, uh, no, but... Uh, too legit to quit. Oh yeah, Is that, that's too loud, huh? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, MC Hammer has been. Did I tell a story about I going like to his concert on the show? Too. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think you did. No, I don't, I don't know. You've told me, so it's hard I have to told distinguish. You, I know that it's hard to distinguish what you tell me in in real life from what you tell me in podcast. Because we don't talk. We live together, but we don't talk. We sleep together. But we only talk on Tuesday nights. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the story, Jess? About what? Me going to MC Hammer? No. Okay. That means you haven't told, that it, means on you haven't told it on the podcast. Yep. Time. Jess has been here for all 92 episodes. You haven't missed a single one, have you? She's the only one. She's fucking amazing. Yeah, even I've missed episodes, and I run this shit. It's true. That's Went why we... Right, right into the ground. Chris 2.0. <sighs> Jess actually runs everything. I'm like the fucking pilot. She's the engineer back there actually feeding the coal into the fucking engine. <laughs> <laughs> we almost lost a passengers. great comedic figure this week. Kevin Smith had a heart attack. I know. Fucking serious one, apparently. He yeah, tweeted right after about his it. show that he recorded. in the Well, actually, in the middle between two shows. So it happened right. during the first he show, he thinks. Two shows. And he canceled the second show, which they were back-to-back. To go to the hospital, and he had a widowmaker heart attack. I thought that that just killed you. Well, it was the it's the widowmaker artery, whatever that left ventricle. Because on this is us, that's he why was Jack dies. Yeah, he was supposed to fucking die, but that was in the seventies or maybe eighties. That was the eighties. Yeah, not now. We have much better medicine. Forty True. years later, thirty years, thirty to forty, somewhere. Thirty, in there. whatever. Actually, he didn't die in the 80s. He would have died in the 90s because they were in high school. And they're my age. Point. They are actually my age. This Is Us is me. It's a show about me. 
and nothing about my life matches theirs because they had this fucking perfect childhood growing up with two parents and yeah, and their brother. alcoholic father. Well, he hit it really well. Yeah, I know, but he's still not. It's not perfect, but it was as pretty as close as you can get. It was pretty damn good childhood. If I'm being honest. You guys watch that show? Have not seen it. Nope. Do you guys like crying? Not so much. <laughs> the Olympics are over, so I'm done crying. You should watch This Is Us, Jess. You cried in the Olympics? Oh, my gosh. I I just love the celebration of it. I'm such a goober. You know, it's weird because Utah was big on the Olympics. They were saying we were one of the biggest viewing audiences in the country, and the rest of the country just didn't fucking care. It was the lowest, which is so dumb because there were so many amazing things that happened this Olympics. So It was cool. Well, we I watched had- the what's-his-flip uh, that snowboarder guy i watched him Sean do his, his running uh, his winning finish run. was unreal yeah, just was his crazy. reaction amazing starts crying like a little bitch it's it was like awesome yeah but fucking metal so they won. so the cool thing about nbc is that they do feature stories on a lot of the athletes like how they grew up they well, do they stories have, about they have to the, like the physicality of what they're doing the science behind what they're doing just but they showed a clip of Sean White and his crash that he had a couple of years ago on yeah. his face. That was like, that was potentially career ending. Yeah. That, that and, and just the fact that these people keep coming back, like Noelle Pike is pace. She's my Olympic hero. She won silver medal um, in the last Olympics in skeleton. She lives down the street from me. She's stupid. She broke her back. Only because she fucking does skeleton. And She's then she stupid. came back and she won silver medal. But they all do. I mean, Lindsey Vaughn, they've all been through that at some point, And it what, just is unreal. But what my thing is, is how are they still the best that we have to offer? Because they're all fucking old as us, are, uh, old as we are now. That's true, it's though. you too, not as Jeremy and me. We're old. Yeah, they're a little bit younger than you. Because like, all of the millennials are too damn lazy yeah, to like, do anything I mean, like that's that. just it. Like, we don't have but, a really... But yes and no. So there's Chloe a lot Kim, of like, who won... Who won a medal? She's seventeen. Well, so's the red, she, whatever his name is, the kid from Colorado. But she was she's protege of I can't remember her name, but she won her first Olympic medal here in Salt Lake, and she's a, she was basically the first woman to win a snowboard medal. And she said she was on a ski lift one day, and this little tiny girl was like, "Can I ride the lift with you?" And it was Chloe Kim. And now Chloe Kim is winning Olympic medals. Like, so have it's you, awesome. Have, did you spend like the last three weeks sequestered in your house watching Olympics pretty much? <laughs> Basically. And well, between cakes. me, yeah, that making cakes and staying in my cabinet. So, so. You're, you're one of the Utahns that just loved yes. it. And I like watching the Olympics. I don't watch everything. Like there is stuff that, like I don't enjoy watching cross country, like the biathlons. Speed skating's okay, but one of the things that I, I one of the things that kind of sucks about the way they did it this year versus was Sochi was last last Winter Olympics, right? So I remember when they did Sochi, um, and maybe the Summer Olympics, the last Summer Olympics as well. Um, NBC still had them, <clears throat> and they did this thing where they had shit on like ten different channels all at the same time. They still do. But it didn't seem as prevalent. It wasn't promoted as well. Like, I was watching Olympics all fucking day on it's, it's So it had to, I mean, Sochi's in Russia, but it had something to do with the time difference to this time. So Yeah, I mean, they, they are like a full day ahead of us. They're on the other side of the international date line. Yes, it's well, like time travel. The Russians own us, so that's why we got such good coverage <laughs> when they were in Russia. Oh, but they right. were not allowed <laughs> to fly their flag at the end nope. um, because they did 
have doping. State-run doping. They're not going to be able to do that for a while. Well, and it's not just that. Like, they did it again this Olympics. Like, they were sanctioned for it. Didn't the curling guy, the curling guy get busted for doping? Why do you need to? Speaking of curling. Have you seen the Super Mario? Fucking U.S. men's team wins ball in curling. You can't talk about it because you didn't even want to try. <laughs> Have you? Well, <laughs> that is the Olympic sport. That's why everyone. In, Have I you read seen a, the Super Mario Brothers it, meme with them? No. It's the best. So I, I did read an article about why Americans seem to like curling it so much happened. in the Olympics. Oh, and, this and it, year. And it's because well, it's the first time that we've won gold, but we've been in the Olympics before. Well, I know that, but nobody's been like verbally interested in no, no. watching. Uh, Four hundred dollar, forty five pound stones slide across the ice. So, the <laughs> last Scotland. the last couple of Olympics, it's grown in popularity. And what they were saying is, it's because everyone can do it. Like I mean, no, it, but they not, can't. Not, not that everyone they can, but everyone when you look at the fucking do. guys doing it, like see the commercials with the athletes. You look at the pictures of the athletes. They look like fucking I do with less beard hair. Like they're, <laughs> they're fucking middle aged fat guys, and they're Olympic athletes somehow. It's I like saw a bowling. picture of Micro. Was he in the Olympics or was he just? Do, I saw a picture of Micro curling and anyway, it was an ad. I'm sure. a, it was yeah. just an advertisement. For I'm something. gonna miss the Toyota commercials. I love the Toyota Olympic commercials. Maybe I'm not gonna miss any of the Olympic the new commercials. Utah curling team. We had our chance and it's gone. Four you more had years. Your it's still going on. Just I'm so sure they'll they'll do it next year. They'll teach people how to curl. Maybe they need year. a Happy Gilmore the sport. Like, make it cool. Like, use bowling balls instead. <laughs> Whatever, you know, so it's the, the Tiger Woods of curling, so then people like it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, <laughs> Olympics, not super popular this year. Um, and U.S. was, like, fourth in medal placement. Yes. So, Norway was first. But, Germany. All right, look, here's the thing. Like, Norway, it's not really a sport for them, any of them. It's a way of life. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking snowy and cold and icy there. The kids ski to school. 11 like months. Well, yeah, like cross-country skiing is just, just how they That's move. how you go to the store. Yeah, like we think of like going on a jog. They go on a cross-country ski because they, they can't fucking run on that so that's shit. That's how you get to church. Snowshoeing. The hunters, I mean, they're great at biathlon for that reason. They yeah, gotta, what is with that? The shooting. I don't get it. It's all done. Well, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It's all the old like stuff that's based on ridiculousness so there actually is the horse one the horse and skiing one there's an event coming up in two weeks you ski on a horse i don't remember <laughs> what it was it has it's a like, weird it's, name it's, it's like no, the horse the horse, the horse the horse draws you while you're on skis yeah. it's like a sled race with a horse it's huh it's fucking dumb it's like it's like ski dancing they need to bring that one ski back. Ballet. No, no, they don't need to bring yeah, it back. They do. <laughs> ski joring is what it's called, and they're doing an event in like two weeks up at Soldier Hollow. Was that in the Olympics? Um, it. Or they're 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 wanting it. It was once. As a as a trial like a long sport. time ago. You know, I'm sure gladiating was in the Olympics at one time too. It was but we almost don't have to bring an Olympic back. sport. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't go for it. I will say this. What was really cool this year, and I don't think it was in Sochi, but the uh, freestyle ski stuff, the like park. The slope, the free slopes were. Yeah, where they're doing the actual like the snowboard park on skis. Awesome. That's, those were really cool events. Uh, you can see that it's a new event. And and the ones where they were snowboarding together, like racing. Hand me a pen. I, oh my god, you're so. This you, is like, like the I'm universal cipher writing. I'm look, yeah, I'm looking for something that you wrote, and I'm like, what the fuck? Just 
Just ask for a pen. Thank you. <laughs> the audience if, doesn't care. If Jess had been looking at me, she would have known what that was. Well, she's looking at me, not you, babe. <laughs> Just deal with it. Maybe I'm not, not looking at Not everything revolves around you. Oh. Maybe staring in space. But yeah, you, well, they were complaining though, because like that, they were complaining about how the standards are for that event because there were a lot of questionable athletes competing in it. Like in curling, are we back on? No, curling? no, in the uh, the the freestyle like slope ski yeah. stuff. Oh, oh, oh. So basically, you have to place in something like thirty events or something. But there's so little competition on the, especially on the women's side. So like a lot of times you just had to show up and not fall down and you would play. Was that the, the was that the girl eight. who borrowed the skis and won the gold medal? She, uh, yes, actually it was. Yeah, so she yeah, was a she borrowed Michaela. She borrowed. She is a snowboarder. She's the only person to win in both skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. She borrowed Michaela. And, and basically, all she skis. had to do was show up and not fall down at a whole bunch of events, and she placed in the top eight because there weren't eight competitors, or there were like ten competitors. You know, so uh, they they've been talking about changing that. I thought that was interesting. It's a cool event, and I, I if it takes off and, and catches on, I think it would be really fun to watch. The song People is do making it. me angry. <laughs> I really want it to be Grease, but it's not. Grease is not the word. It's a shitty no. song, but it does it have is. that Grease kind of back to It's like Backstreet Boys and Grease. How about Pump Your Brakes? <laughs> wow. Sorry. Brie Sorry, said, you guys are They said last time she didn't want rap again. Oh, you don't want rap? What do you want? Pump your brakes. I, I don't <laughs> ever. Uh, your your choice of freestyle music is almost never mine. I know. Do you want the cup song? Should I look up the cup song for you? Nobody wants the cup song. She loves the cup song. I actually like the cup song. See? Well, my boss ever played it. Everyone ever played that fucking song. <laughs> do you want a better pen? This is fine. Uh, okay, so I just felt like I'm gonna need to write something, and I didn't have anything, and so it was bugging me that I didn't have a pen. And you literally have written nothing since that. That complete, I made a heart. The complete and total interruption of this podcast for a fucking pen. And you Dude, haven't done anything. If you knew the universal <laughs> sign for writing, <laughs> I wouldn't have interrupted anything. Here's a universal sign for you. <laughs> 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 so Jess downloaded the Our Voice app. Yeah, I did. I don't know what this is. The, you remember yes. Josh? Josh, who talked to us from no. uh, the name that no one can fucking say. Um, Savalasi? Is that oh, right? Oh, no, no. That's Alex. That's Alex. But oh. isn't he the Our Voice guy? Savalasi? No. Josh, no, Josh I went is, to high school with. Oh. Josh Cameron. Josh Cameron. That's right. <laughs> I know we've had a lot of Sorry, guests. Sorry. It's hard the to... The Marine guy? It's, he was... I believe he was Army. Yeah. Well, he was military. He did yeah. something with guns. <laughs> the protester, he, yeah, the, yeah. Pew, the pew, oh, okay. pew protester. Yeah, that's yeah. Josh Cameron. So that's this, right. sees the political. Yeah. So lobbyist. I downloaded the app. He asked me to to download it because it went live a couple weeks ago, and kind of look through and and give an honest opinion, which is nice that people feel that I give an honest opinion. So, um, it's a super simple layout. There are five tabs. There's a your representatives, your voice. Uh, about our voice, register to vote, and then donate. So our voice was created to give voters a space that they can click on your representatives, you put in your address, like it auto put in here, and it gives every single person. It gives your House of Representatives, it gives your uh, state house, your state senate, your governor, lieutenant governor, your auditor, 
treasurer, attorney general, county for, clerks. For your area or for all of Utah or both? Nope, just for your area. For your area. Mm-hmm. Um, Those that apply city to council, you. there's your city council people. Um, and then they're slowly building it so it has contact information. There's address. Some of them have pictures, um, phone numbers, and you can rate the politician. And then you can also add if you know somebody that is running against them. So it just it just became active, and I think this is going to be a great tool for people to become educated. Um, what are we? Night or eight months, nine months out from midterm elections, um, which is a pretty big deal. And so it's a huge deal. It's a the midterm elections, guys. These are these are the elections that hardly anyone fucking shows up for to vote. And make a huge difference because all of all of your congressmen, every single one of those motherfuckers, is up for re-election. Uh, the senators is a different different story. Those are every six years and they offset. But Hatch is up, right? This is Hatch's year. This is Hatch's year. Yep. And so he's not running. Derek um, Kitchen just put in his hat for um, Debacus' seat. Oh, in the state senate. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. I'm sad that the banks um, is leaving. I'm downloading it. You know what? He, I get his emails every week. He is going to be a power player. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He's going to stay active. So Yeah, even though he's not in the state Senate, yeah. he, he will be doing other things. Uh, and th- speaking of U.S. Senate, though, uh, fuck, there's like 30 people running for that seat now. And, for and Hatches? Chris Stewart's seat? Holy shit. There's like 16, there six candidates well. 16 million candidates running. No, there's only like six. <laughs> No, there were like two more that were announced last week. Oh. <coughs> as many candidates as uh, Olympic condoms. So when you have that. <laughs> no, that's 40 billion, remember? 40 billion. Hey, did you know our county auditor's name, last name is Tingley? Whoa. Is it Tingley or Tingy? Tingley. Wow. I did not. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. So download that app. I yeah, it's, it's a really good way to just find out who is in your area get educated about your people and not be so involved with a bigger picture. Yeah, be involved locally. Yeah. Uh, and, and this makes a, these are the and give them fe- that- And give them feedback too because they can, that's the only way that they'll be able to can, like continue to keep building this app to be better. I was super proud of Little Riverton this last election because they turned the whole thing. Mayor, half the seats, everything all that's changed. A, th- that is a sign for things to come because no one is, no one seems to be really happy with the way the government's moving. So in general, yep. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll keep you a, a, apprised of the of the actions as they come, of course, because that's what we do. Yeah, we only have what two more weeks left of the legislative session here. Yeah, yeah and we're going to spend a lot of time on the legislative session today, I think, um, because our guest that was supposed to be here is unfortunately unable to make it. He'll be here in April. Yeah, he's a he's a busy pilot. Uh, so hopefully we'll we'll talk to him in a couple months. Um, but instead, you just get to hear us again. You get, but, you're going back to MC Hammer or is that boat sailed? No, nah, this is Pitch Perfect 3. MC uh, Hammer, inspired. he was down in Orem, right? You did tell the story. Yeah, McKay Event I Center do with, with yep. Vanilla Ice. Yep, I, you did tell the story. Best, <laughs> best and worst performances I've ever seen in my life. Ice, ice. Vanilla baby. Ice is awesome. Vanilla life. Ice was fucking great. And <laughs> like the point, like the end of his show was the best. Because you know, you always hear. I used to hear stories all the time of, go ninja, especially go ninja, when he was go. he was just putting out his hardcore stuff, like the crazy, screamy, no one really likes his music stuff. 
Uh, and he hated it because people would always ask him to do his Vanilla Ice stuff, like the Go Ninja Go and Ice Ice Baby, and he hated doing those songs. But this concert was totally different. Like he did all that shit. He did a couple hardcore songs, but it was all the old stuff. Uh, it was the last time he was Ninja in town. Turtles. I think it was like two years ago. He was like hardcore with like scary clowns on the stage. Yeah, but he pulled everyone up awesome. on stage, shot off giant confetti cannons, and then MC Hammer got up and you're like, "What's that fucking old dude with a cane up there doing?" Like, even his backup dancers were in their fifties. And was it as bad as Eddie Money? Because that Eddie Money is one of the worst that, that performers. Eddie Money last summer that was bad. News. I have ever seen. Probably the only concert I have ever walked out on in my life. And I don't know that MC Hammer's performances were that bad when he was younger, but oh my god, it's so bad now. <laughs> I've seen a lot of concerts. Eddie Money is definitely one of the worst. worst. Van Halen was one of the worst. And ZZ Top was one of the worst. Well, okay. So Van Halen and ZZ Top, you're getting them in like their senior years. Let's be clear. <laughs> you're not like they're prime. It does not matter. You know who just what, announced like the, the tour? Rolling Stones. And guess what? They're all fucking up there with walkers and wheelchairs I now. I bet you it's going to be amazing. Like the Kiss concert. Know. I'm sure they're wheeling them out. I see yeah, that like show Gene too. Simmons, <laughs> well, Gene Simmons is on so many drugs that it doesn't matter. So I've anyway. seen a lot of shows. He's probably Metallica tickets went on sale today. The, the problem is you're going to shows of old people. You're going to old people shows, and so the I'm getting old. older. The people that I listen to are old, but you can't expect as much out of them from a performance standpoint. No, sound wise, they were terrible. Citizens. No, it has they go to, to do with they that. go to Denny's before their show starts to get dinner. You don't even know that, <laughs> so they can get the discount. You I do know that. Yes, I see them there. I love Denny's. There's a whole conversation before I got here about Barbara Streisand because I listened to Entertainment Weekly Radio, and it was some interview that she had she done her dogs? about. Yeah, you heard about that, but no, it was it, that too. But um, it just that's like a really bad movie. Like I feel like that could go terribly wrong. But it was talking about how on her like she went on vacation and she like went to the grocery store for her first time. <laughs> like how removed from life are you that you know? And somebody was like, "Oh, if I saw Barbara Streisand at the store, I would follow her around." <laughs> <laughs> Barbara She's like, that's why they don't go out because of people like me. Her voice is Barbara like butter. No. Barbara. You guys, have you guys heard the techno songs, the Barbara Streisand techno songs? I feel like we don't need to experience <laughs> I, that. I feel like you do need to experience no. that. So this episode, just so you know, is brought to you guys by Barbara uh, Streisand. Popeye's chicken. Oh yeah, Popeye's chicken. <laughs> So Jess was nicing out his Popeye's <laughs> chicken on the way There's on the way over. It was not as hot as last week. I literally burned the roof of my mouth. The skin was like peeling off last week. It was so effing hot. It was bad. From, from I told the dentist and I was like he's like, I love Popeye's chicken. Which by the way, Dr. Eric will be joining us this year. He wants to be on the show. He's like, I gotta come, you guys. Your dentist? Dr. Nate's brother. We had Dr. Nate on, right? Yeah. Dr. Eric was supposed to be the one that joined us, but his father-in-law died. We're going to listen to this song in the background as as we go. Oh, I've heard this song. What is this, like evergreen or like, Papa, can you hear me? Really? This is Techno Barbara? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And you've heard this? I've heard this song. Yeah, it's super popular. I, I've heard it. If, it's super popular. If I've heard it, that means everybody's heard it's it. It's his favorite song. No, it's not. <laughs> I've heard his favorite song. You've been to Red Iguana? Yeah, I went with you, you weirdo. <laughs> I went with you. That was the first time I ever met you. 
Well, technically, Duck sauce, kind of. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's so good. It's just a good song. <laughs> no. Just because you like techno. You like techno. I do love techno. I it's one like of my techno. favorite kinds of music, actually. I know. No. No one can account for taste. Fuck you. I love techno. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we went to Wizarding Days this weekend. I hope that's loud. We saw Raven. We saw. Yeah, that's where I got. That's when I got my cards. Jason. We saw. That's where you got your penis stick. Yeah, that's where I got my dick stick. Is that your wand? Yeah, it so like a piece yeah. of green gum on the Bree's end. Of like, it. it does Bree's look like, like green gum. It doesn't look like a penis. It looks like yeah, green gum. It, a lot of green gum. Yeah, this is the, the downside because uh, the rest of the wand's nice. So we decided Bree's like, oh, I want to make a wand. Where so we're like, I forgot I took it to work. We, oh. <laughs> Bree's like, I want to make one. I'm like, okay, let's go make one. Let's go see if you know we can get in. Because last year they sold out all the wands like really fast. It was so awesome watching these two make them. By the way, and so really <laughs> Is that all, hot glue. Yeah, yeah so it's a, yeah, it's a, it chopstick, awesome. it's a chopstick, chopstick with hot glue that you paint and you paint it. And I gotta say that is way cooler than the LED ones. Yeah, the LED ones was like construction was like paper. Up construction <laughs> paper. So with an LED so thing stupid. In but that turned out really. Every nice, single one of them was so individual. Like it was amazing what the people were coming up with their designs and the gum. It's cool too. No, uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be like a moss ball, and it turned out shitty. And it, just it needed to be bigger or something, yeah, or hairier or something. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of it turned out really cool. It's pretty I, cool. And it was like Brie took an hour to do hers, at least, which an is hour. totally fine. Yeah, I no. didn't realize that I had been there for an it hour. It didn't matter, but it didn't matter because Chris and I were busy talking to Raven. Like, yeah, I know it was great. Like, it, it th- and it was three bucks for the wand, and it was an hour of time she spent doing that. <laughs> Like, I'm like, easily like, entertained. What the fuck? Out? No, but it wasn't just you. I mean, yeah, the kids were, the, the kids lasted <laughs> yeah, like 30 minutes. everyone was having fun with it. But they it were was... all having a good time. Like, I didn't see anyone frustrated. They were all just enjoying making the wand. Like, it was really fun. There was other stuff there too, but this was the this was probably my favorite experience out of the whole thing was making the wand. It was really cool. It was cool. That's cool. That's cool Mine's watching cool, you guys. Huh? It's pretty cool, but if mine you spend a, an hour on it. <laughs> mine has a bee and a flower and a star and a heart. I thought you took the heart off. No, I left the heart on, but it ended up looking like an actual person's heart instead of like, like a, the, like a Valentine okay. heart. Oh, that's a little But bobby. I mixed my own colors too. So like the purple was like, it was a little too vibrant. Some of the colors they had there were like, cause it's for little kids, right? And like, I don't, I don't do vibrant. You. Yeah. So the best thing with the little kids was, they either made their wands all black or like ridiculous, crazy amounts of color. Yeah. There was not Lots much of in between. Lots of reds and golds. And, and not much in between with uh-huh. kids. The all black was the best. Like the one kid that sat in, like came and sat in front of Brie and I before I left and she was there and he was still there when she left. He just painted his wand black, but then he was just like sitting there. Then he like kept painting it black or something. Like painting oh, more weird. black onto black. <laughs> I think, huh. I think he, he, I think he maybe he's colorblind and he thought he like. Well, no, I think he was mentally. Shit. I he think was he special. was mentally. Oh. Yeah, but he was awesome. He was super polite and super cute. And but yeah, I didn't realize I was there for an hour. And Chris came over and he's and he said something to me and I'm like I'm almost done. And he's like, uh, I said, um, is Raven here yet? He's like, Raven's been here for like a half an hour. I'm like, yeah, he has. Like you've been here for an hour doing that. <laughs> I have. So anyway, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll be able to be back next year. Um, it, it seemed rather busy. Yeah, so good foot traffic. It would it would be interesting to hear like how it actually 
went because yeah, our perception were... doesn't matter what's going on behind scenes. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Raven said only three people came to his workshop, but I think his workshop was at a really crappy time, and I don't think any event should schedule workshops at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, well, and and I don't know, like. I don't know how well attended all those workshops were overall. So what I'll was his curious. workshop? He just talked about building his henge. Oh. Gotcha. His raven's henge. And he wants to come back on the show. He was begging us to come back on the show. It happens a lot. You guys aren't around when it happens, but it happens a lot. <laughs> but it will be Raven the artist and not Raven Yeah, he was very specific. So. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to talk about he his He really art. does have some cool stuff. Like if you follow him and, and just he's watch the, artist, the things. He's the formerly he, known as Raven. Well, he's working <laughs> on a piece right now that he's been working on for years. And both Jess and I want to have it and hang it in our house somewhere. But we would have to have like mac mansions. <laughs> it's ginormous. What's it for? Is it just cause? Or is I it don't know. I actually have no idea. Because uh, most of his pieces he does for movies or special effects or other people. So that's what I'm wondering if it's. Nope. This is Raven the just, artist. Just his own thing. Just something mm -hmm. he's doing. Yeah, like he did magic art for Magic the Gathering. Right. And yeah, he said, and what did he say to you? Those cards are dwindling. Yeah, he doesn't have very many of those original non-backed cards left. So. So, yeah, it's really cool. I have signed ones. So, fuck you guys out there in Magic Land. <laughs> uh, he, said it's, he said it's weird because all of a sudden, like, no one knew about the cards or knew what the cards were forever, and now lots of people know what they were. Like, I have, like as soon as he told me, I knew what the cards were. Uh, but I've been playing Magic since the olden days. So, I actually wanted to see if I have any of them in my own collection that I can have him sign as well. That'd because be they're cool. not... They're not super valuable cards. They weren't like highly playable, but I probably have some. Uh, anyway, um, let's talk about the weather because we can't we can't talk I about the weather. Actually, shoveled snow up my house. <gasps> was it like an inch? No, it was a few inches. So it's been wow. snowing. So did, we. Had, I didn't even know you owned a snow shovel. <laughs> I do. I'm really good at shoveling snow. You know, it's oh different like than the shovel, shovel that you dig graves with, right? Yes. The shoveler. I have two. I shovel very well. Do you have a grave well. shovel and a snow shovel? Yeah. It's a square do you kind, make you your, know? Do you make your roommate shovel snow? <sighs> I wish. Yes. Don't get me started. <laughs> but square but square nose shovels aren't really for digging holes. No. but They're really bad at digging holes. I really don't holes. own a really square snow it. shovel. So anyway... Uh, That's called a bull nose shovel for those of you out in shovel land. <laughs> shovel land. Uh, spring is officially over. Winter is back. <laughs> yeah, for this hey, week. Hey, that's what... That's what Punk's Tommy Phil said. I'm, so I'm I'm worried though because we had we had such nice weather for like two to three weeks. Like when I say nice weather, I mean fifties and sixties, like spring blooming. Yeah, blooming trees. Like all my trees budded. I had Got like a new growth in my garden that I wish weeds died the same way everything else hey, does babe, with hard some freezes. Of the, you know what? I went out there and looked. Some of that's clover. It's a weed that I don't want in my garden. But it will choke out the other weeds, and clover's easy to pull. So anyway, uh, it's prettier too, and it, it opens and closes at the sun. So the twenties so last week, like the high was in the twenties. Yeah, it was like fucking freezing all weekend. Now we have the window open and breeze in the heated blanket. Uh, but it's there's snow still on the ground. Like that's the kind of shit that is going to kill fruit harvests if those trees blossomed. It's going to kill bees. Like, I'm really worried about the bee populations because they were all out a week yeah. ago. Uh, well, and technically speaking, in three weeks, it is for real spring. <laughs> <laughs> well, in theory, I mean, that's the day, but... Right. 
Who knows? But not in Utah. I mean, that's that's kind of arbitrary in Utah because spring is until April. March 30th, 21st? Or is it April 20th? It's April because it's, yeah. The equinox. I will get a card for the I get I get oh, cards. Nope, you're right. It is March twentieth this year. Twentieth. I get cards for the equinox. I was gonna say it's closer to Easter solstice. than than that. So I just remember because it's my sister's birthday. It's March twentieth, and so it falls on the first day of spring, like every other I year. Birthday. It's so yeah. earthy. Anyway. So anyway, uh, icicles. So I there were some sweet icicle pictures on KSL. I think. Did you guys look at them? I didn't have a chance to look at anything. They were collecting pictures from from people that read. Those icicles are known to kill people. Uh, so we had icicles. So <sighs> this scared our, the crap out so of me. Our, our <laughs> downspout on the back of our house came off in in late late fall, and I had never haven't replaced it yet. And there was an icicle that was just coming out of the downspout, like almost touching the ground. So I knocked that shit off, so it didn't fuck up the rest of my rain gutter. But then, like the side roofs, you know how our house has that weird side roof level. Uh-huh. All in our neighborhood, humongous icicles like ours, the whole line of the roof, like a solid sheet of ice, like an ice waterfall almost. It was really cool looking. Unfortunately, I'm sitting in the bedroom. Chris had to go and, pick and, up a level for our project. The wall, the bedroom wall that our bed sits on is the exterior wall of the house where the icicles are. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like right around the time that Chris is supposed to be getting back, I hear this horrible crash and the house kind of shakes a little and I'm thinking... <laughs> Oh my God, did Chris just crash into the house? (laughs) And I run down the stairs and I look out and then I see Chris pulling into the driveway and he's looking at me, staring out the door and I'm looking at him and I walk outside and I look up, I'm like, oh, it was the icicles. And then later that night, the other half of the icicles (laughs) fell. That is a daily occurrence at my work. Like it shakes the whole building. It's so loud. And they're they're fucking dangerous. Like they really can kill people. We were in at the expo center. You saw all the crazy ones off the roofs there, right? Did you see those as we were walking along? Those are scary. Like they're all slanty from the roof and the the roof line comes and they look like they slant inwards. Yeah. So, I mean, cool stuff, but really dangerous, honestly. So, knock your icicles down, please. Yes. Please, please. Be safe. Uh, yeah. Do you have any icicles at your house, Jeremy? The front of our house that never sees sun gets some. The back of the house doesn't because the back of the house is full sun all day long. But the front uh, downspout gets some pretty crazy, wicked ones on our house. Yeah. But I don't know what it was about the way this stuff melted, but it was creating icicles more than anything else. I think yeah. it's because the days got to about 32, so just enough to melt just a enough little to bit. Start, just so the sun could actually melt it from hitting it. Then dropped into the low 20s at night, so it froze it right back up again. Well, and it's it's because it's sitting around freezing that as the sun melts it, it basically just refreezes almost instantly as it moves down. So anyway... Uh, Crazy stuff, those icicles, aren't they? <laughs> uh, this has been icicle talk. Yeah, and we're, I think we're going to have a, I think we'll have a discussion on gun violence in a little bit. Gun um, violence and icicles. Any any other stories? Are remodels not going well, but is moving along? There's challenges at every turn. <laughs> the last challenge was exploding cement all over our bathroom. <laughs> In, in part due to my error and in part due to Bree's error. It was a combo error. It was a, it was a combo catastrophic accident problem that caused... <laughs> it was a two-part process. If you ever stirred cake batter with an electric mixer way too high of a speed and the beater's not in the bowl all the way... You lift it halfway out of the bowl. <laughs> and it just flies everywhere. Yeah. Only, that was only cement. Only that was cement. <laughs> 
yeah, not 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 a not a fun Sunday morning, but uh, we got through it, and uh, we're getting close to a point where I can be like, okay, I'm not fucking doing anything else. You can tile everything yourself. Yep, and by then it should be warm enough that I can set the tile saw out in the garage and tile away. Tile away. Which so. is one of my most favorite things to do ever. I love to tile. And actually, that's one of my least favorite things to do. So works. You've never tiled. No, the tile saw. The tile itself, I don't think is what a big deal. What about the tile saw? I can't stand the sound of the blade on the tile. It's like nails on chalkboard to me. Oh, I cannot handle me. it. The high pitch. Oh, it's terrible. Ugh. When my neighbors bust out the tile saw across the street, it's always, I'm like, oh, it gives me the shivers. <laughs> Just thinking about it. There shouldn't be too much cutting for, for this project. So uh, my daughter got her oil changed like an adult. <laughs> her, check en- her check engine light came on. She took it there and it wasn't on, so they couldn't diagnose it. But they uh, said, you need an oil change. And she went, okay, change my oil like an adult does. That's awesome. I was proud of her. That's cool. So so should I, should I, should I talk about Yes. Yeah, I want to hear. I think, I I think your daughter's today. adulting story is more fun. Okay. So this, uh, so I don't know. It was probably three or four weeks ago, something like that. I. I tell her, it, you're getting close to needing your oil change, so you should set that up. Uh, call, make the appointment, get it set up, and she's like, okay. So, like, two and a half weeks have passed, and I'm like, did you ever make an appointment to get your oil changed? She's like, it's on the 12th, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and I, I just pretty kinda, far out for an oil change? I, I did, it it kind of took a minute to sink in because I was, I was working, and then it, I'm like, wait a minute, come back here. Like the twelfth? Why are they that booked up for the twelfth? She's like, no, that's what the sticker in my window says is the twelfth. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's just a suggestion. You don't necessarily have to do it on that day. It just means there's a certain amount of mileage or a certain time, and that's when you should do it. And and she's like, well, no, but it's the twelfth, so I have an appointment for the twelfth. And I'm like, you made an appointment for the twelfth? She's like, well, yeah, that's why they put it on the sticker. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, when they changed the oil the first time, they put the 12th on it. So that's my appointment. (laughs) (laughs) That's how Jess changes her oil. Look at her face. She's like, yeah, that's what it's for. So I'm like, no, that's that's not how that works. That that they did not make you an appointment for the 12th because that's what it says on your sticker. Is that true, Jess? You work in a car dealership. You don't believe anything I say anyway, so I wouldn't comment on that. But you're you're an official. You're a professional car dealership person. I'm sure you work at... She just fact, pulls her car up it, and says, hey, was it, uh, this needs an oil change. And they're like, yeah, we'll do that sometime today. Yeah, but last year for a while, her desk was actually in the service department, it's I true. think. She was in the shop. They, they had you in the shop, right? Sucking up yeah, exhaust fumes all the damn day? parts department. It doesn't matter. That's still a service department. It is. Even though it's called parts, it's service. Parts and service. How many changes? How many oil changes did you do? <laughs> uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of things coming up, what's going on in the state of Utah now that the Olympics are over and we can all return to our normal lives? You're super excited about SaltCon, right? I am. I am, and actually, a lot of the tickets are sold out for it. So what? That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Well, they they do limit. I mean, it's not thousands and thousands of people. They have a set amount of space and you know set number of people that can can be there but uh there are still some tickets available so definitely go check it out i will probably be up there one of those days maybe we'll see a lot of it depends on bathroom remodeling well it goes the first second third and um 
4th, and it's at the Davis Convention Center. It's the 10th anniversary. Yeah, and like I said, it's a lot of fun. If you've ever wanted to play a board game and don't know how, want someone to show you, it's a great place to do it. Uh, And it's just a a good day of playing board games. Um, I told you last week, totally threw myself off, that my favorite Italian restaurant is moving. The official day is the 28th, which would be now if you're listening um they're moving from sugar house over to i when it isn't 30th south and highland still technically sugar house milk no. creek is that that's milk creek anyways so there's a moving down the street but if you want heavenly pillows of delicious gnocchi in your mouth that's where you should go it's called paranoia and it's amazing it's the best gnocchi i've ever had so in brickyard then that's like right by 30th and highland is right by trace hombres Three hombres, tres hombres. I don't know if it's still there. I was up. I was out that way last week. Really? Yeah. I think it's gone. That's so sad. It is sad. And Brickyard. I so really it's. I, I'll admit it's been a while since I've been up. Well, tres hombres isn't in Brickyard. No, no, no. It's, it's just down up. from it's it. Up, it's up I think it's gone. I could be wrong, but I. So the three little dudes, or the, uh, the three amigos that used to be, Mer- Mer- who was it? it? Was Larry Moe and whatever for the. The Pet Brothers. They used to be the Pet Brothers, and then the then Trace Ombres bought it, it and, and they they decorated on it. Put the them. As, they kept the same guys. Oh, yeah. it's the no, same I th- guys. I think it's gone. I did not know that. Oh, I love their guacamole. But yeah, so Brickyard. I went by it last week, and it's totally. You didn't changed. love it enough. If they're gone, that means you weren't patronizing hard enough. I, when I worked over there, we did all the time. So it's your fault. My ass. It's your fault. You don't work there anymore. Nope. It's all your fault, Bree. Yep. Maybe they retired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's possible, but usually you sell it. I thought it was a fairly successful business, but... Uh, it was always busy when I was there. Yeah. Maybe you should Google that while I talk about next week's Maybe events. they are involved with the drug cartel and they got caught. <laughs> Maybe we are pretty close to Mexico. Smuggling something, something in their burritos. Everything about it says it's still open, Jeremy. You're a goddamn I think you're liar. on the wrong street, dude. Ah, uh, maybe. Or maybe, maybe, this, maybe they changed the sign because I was looking for the three dudes. Maybe they did. I maybe they it. have, like... Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't see him. Look at that em. exterior. Yeah, I didn't see him. I think maybe that's what it is, is the three dudes are gone because I was looking for the three dudes. The three dudes. The three Well, dudes. so the week of the 7th to the, th- the 13th is the last winter urban flea market of the season, uh, March 11th, and that's at the Gateway. That's where you get rad records, if the record guy is there again. Uh, it goes from 10 to 4 on... So for the next four Mondays, which I didn't write the dates down, but at Hatch Family Chocolates, they have, it's called Magic Monday, and they have Elias Caress, who is a local uh, magician, come in, and they have, like, balloon animals and... The ombres are still there. Things maybe. like that. <laughs> Google Street's view shows them How old is that picture, though? I don't fucking know how They're to usually, look out. It's just, and the, it's usually dated in the corner, babe. One, what? Down at the bottom. May of 2017, left-hand corner, top. Yeah, so one year, about a year old. Could be gone. I don't know. Could, could be, be zoning. Could be gone. I don't know why they would take it down. Zoning. Do you see that fucking billboard next to it? Maybe I couldn't saying. see it because of the damn billboard. Maybe. <laughs> that sucker's <laughs> huge. It is big. Grow your own. I think they're talking about pot. <laughs> it looks like an apple to I'm me. I'm pretty sure it's talking about pot, though. It looks like it's an code. apple. So what event were you just saying? Because I was looking that up and did not hear it. doesn't you matter. Everyone else already heard it. So I want go well you should go because it's a hatch family chocolates and it's mm. magic monday it's not a movie night though 
No, those are only in the summertime. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> too cold for that right now. <laughs> well, it wasn't cold a month ago. Maybe if they showed right, penguins or something like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Penguins in the snow. It'd be cold. Or Ice Age. Or, uh, oh, Ice Age. Or happy Feet. Happy. Eh, nah. uh, what's, the, what's the Disney one everyone no, likes? No, we don't need to watch oh, that one. Oh, Frozen. Frozen. Frozen, yeah. Ever. Elsa. I've never and watched Anna. it. No. And Olaf. You've never watched it? No. Then how can you talk shit on it? It's a no. good movie. No. You can't talk shit on it if you've never seen moral it. moral values. So? <laughs> she doesn't have positive moral values. Yeah. So what else can we do besides not watch uh, Frozen? Well, you can be Frozen and you can go to the Olympic Oval because we still have the Olympic spirit and watch the Junior World Speed Skating Championships the 9th to the 11th. It's a free event. Okay, I don't have the Olympic spirit, so you can't say we still have the Olympic spirit. I have the Olympic spirit. Are you going to go watch them? Um, That's what I was thinking in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I could. I know you could. could. We all could. Uh, Also on the 10th. It is in Kearns, though, so you got to be careful because you might get stabbed on the way in. No, she won't. She comes into our house every day and she's never been stabbed. Uh, But this is the nicer part of Kearns. The the Olympic Oval is not... city side of town. Look, the rec center always has one cop inside Mm -hmm. of it, not a security guard. An actual unified police officer is always in the rec center when we go in there. Uh, so do you guys know? Yeah, just bullshitting. So Utah State, you know, is known for their agriculture programs. Yeah, and you hicks. know that they have um, extensions all over the valley. So there's one in Bountiful. There's one in Kaysville. I believe there's one there's in downtown one in Salt Lake. Extensions um, like Mariah Carey's hair. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was awesome. Sorry, go on. Chris just gave <laughs> you the meanest side eye I have ever disagree seen. Disagree that that was awesome. And I have gotten some mean side eyes. So, um, <laughs> so one of their extensions in Kaysville is doing a beginning beekeeping um, course on the. I 10th. think you need to take that, Jeremy. You should go check it out. But it's really cool what should they we go cover. <clears throat> you could. It's twenty bucks. They're Ooh. covering placement. Types of hives, the species of bees, the pros and cons to the species. Are they selling bees at the end of this? The diseases that can come along. You should. Ask, we should go just so you can ask them why your fucking colony died. You last could. Year. So, like, I can call them and be. And my grandpa and I've had this talk because my grandpa used to be a farmer, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I called them, and I was like, hey, my garden is doing this,' and they'd be like, "Well, you need to do this." So, the USU extension is awesome um they used to have a booth at the farmer's market it wasn't there last week but um i asked them about uh, my cabbage a couple of years ago got these like little things and they look like mothballs totally ruined my cabbage crop and they were able to help me so regardless yeah. of if you go to this they are awesome one more thing um your game is not, is that weekend the yeah. first game well there's tenth. one on the third but it's but not it's here. The first home game. The first home game is on the tenth, and it's against LAFC. Right. We have a special recording on the tenth too. We do. We'll be right. We'll be driving in our new plated cars too. Gold plated cars. No. I have an announcement. Did you guys see that they made it a Are you a, married? a new? <laughs> no, a new instead of Johnny Walker, they made a girl one now. What's it called? Janet Walker. Mrs. Walker. Not Janet. No. That's Aunt dumb. Jemima. Janet is not the, the feminine version of Johnny. No, I'll tell you. Juanita? Hold on just a second. I just thought it was really cool. <laughs> that totally oh is, though. It's no, it is Henrietta. Jane Walker. See? Jane. There you yeah, go. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Jane Walker. Probably still tastes like shit. I just wanted like to shit. tell you that. 
probably still tastes That's like cool, shit. Though. But you know, you can always say, I want the Johnny Walker Black so you can look like you fucking know what you're talking about and drink shitty scotch. There's lots of colors. Yeah. Blue. And black is the most expensive, and it's not any better than the other. I've others. been to that distillery. They're still not good. So is it any different, or is it just a different bottle? I will get back to you. I'm on sure that. it's different, and it looks like it's a black label, so it's probably like 15 to 20 years. Interesting. Uh, but I just thought it was cool. I know it's it not cool. like related here, but they're special edition bottles. I thought it was cool because yeah, I follow just, nerdy things like that. Maybe it is just black with a special edition bottle. I'm just saying. It is. It's a special edition of the black label blend. I'm just saying there are better scotches, especially for the amount. Like a bottle of Johnny Walker Black here is 120 to? plus dollars. And yeah, I do know who I'm talking this to. Is Someone who claims. Cl- that's not black then. It's a special edition. There's no way it's $34 and it's their black label. Special edition of its black label blend. Hmm. $34. Price around $34. Maybe it's the minis. Like the it's got, it's got to be a small at the airport. Home. There's oh no way gosh, it's a fit. Not dumb. None of no Johnny Walker <laughs> is $34. Nothing they sell is $34. Can I have a charger, please? No. You're being mean to me. The what? Yeah, but here, guess what? They're going to, for every bottle, they're going to donate a dollar to organizations that champion women's causes. So oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. But Diageo owns them, just in case you were wondering. Because they own all the whiskeys. They own everything. Basically. <laughs> isn't that the company that owns uh, High West now? What uh, Chris said was, it might isn't be. that the company that owns High West now? It might be. She asked me for a fucking charger. I, I can't do both things at the I same time. I realize that. I'm just, I'm just assisting. Arr! Yeah, you were like all hyper and happy. <laughs> you and need now to like take a so picture hyper. of my box. What? <laughs> of whiskey. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that, that down. Here. Take a picture of my box. Take a picture of my box. No one would want that anyway. <laughs> no one's going to understand whiskey. it in the show notes, but listen. Box. You didn't specify. You said that you wrote a note about my thing, but you didn't write a note about my thing. I don't see no notes. That's private. We don't talk about your thing. <laughs> All right. So. We'll talk, you talk about my box. We don't talk it? about her thing. <laughs> Can we talk about your thing and her box together? <laughs> Is that what, what thing? What thing am I supposed to talk My about? My 23 thing. Oh, yeah, 23 and me. You said so you wrote it down, but you didn't. I didn't put it on the notes. You're right. I thought I did. I couldn't remember. You're a liar. Okay, tell us all about so, it. Okay, so. Are you Norwegian? So, for Christmas. No, for, I'm related to Peter. He's so like, for, hold on. He's like a for close Christmas, relative. Wow, Peter. So, for those of you that don't know, we I don't know if we've talked about this. Bree is a test tube baby. She is one of the first test tube babies in the state of Utah. What I mean by that is her mom was artificially inseminated by random semen chosen out of a bank of frozen semen um, <laughs> shipped from the four corners of the world. It was just a random dice roll. And uh, Bree doesn't actually know who her biological father is. So she grew up with a dad that was her dad her whole life. Um, but he is not actually biologically her father. He couldn't sire children. And so she was sired by someone else. So we actually know. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm using. Wow. So Chris, so Chris likes to play, role play. We actually know that that Brie is is mostly Mexican. So she's got a lot of Spanish. She's got a lot of Indian, uh, Native American, I should say, and a lot of Mexican heritage. Which Mexican heritage is also Spanish and Native American. So she to make a Mexican, you got to have a Spaniard and a Native American. Because that's her her mom's line is like Spanish immediately, basically. Like it's all they're they're all very very Mexican. 
But she never knew who her dad was, like who her biological father was. It was just random sperm that was squirted at her mom at some point. Some um, college dude just trying to make it make ends meet. Yeah, pro- probably. I mean, really, that's where a lot of that stuff came from back then. Um, but it's money. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I got Bree, 23 and me. Uh, I got her the full shebang kit for Christmas as a like surprise. the medical one, too. So what, did you, like, poke your finger? And no, you little... spit. Yeah, it's really kind of gross. You spit into a tube and mail it off. It's you disgusting. spit like a quarter inch of spit. Yeah, you just kind of keep spitting for a while. It's really gross. Uh, uh, it's giving me the dry heaves just thinking about it. <laughs> so anyway, so we sent it off. You have four kids. What the crap? Oh, I and see a lot came of body back, fluids. It, it came back this week, and uh, we your found bu- out. Your vial of spit came back? That no, again. they don't send the spit back. Okay. Bree is related to Peter. Yeah. Long story short. <laughs> like. Should we just literally? leave it at that? Probably. So, like, so I'm 74.9% European. And the main part of this European is British and Irish, 31.3%. It, it's literally saying that, like, my father was well, yeah, and so it, almost first generation from the island, from one of those islands. So it breaks down to it, it, it breaks down, like, not only the percentage based on, you know, where your ancestors are from, but also, like, how many generations back. And that's the only first generation back. It's like one yep. between one and three generations is British or Irish. So do your mom and your dad's side? Yeah, well, it's yeah. I mean, it does your DNA. DNA, so it's both my mom so, and dad's okay. side. But my mom, I know so, my mom has no So British. like 30, I mean, I've met. 33% of her DNA is first generation British or Irish, which means... 31. Whatever. The, the sperm donor was most certainly from Britain because all of her or mom's Ireland. family... Yeah, it's the same place. Scotland's in grouped in there too. They're all the same people. Um, <laughs> sorry, Peter, you just have to live with it. You're related to Bree. Uh, and since you're related, you can't hit on her, so get over it. Um, <laughs> but so that, there's a, another big chunk of European, which is the Iberian, I, Iberian which Peninsula, is Spanish, Spain and Portugal. Let's so that's the, 16.8%. And then a whole bunch of Indian. She could be. I have 19.1% Native American. So that's really cool. Which is true, because like, what, is it great-grandma or great-great-grandma for you that was pure Indian? Uh, I think it's my mom's great-great-grandma. So, so my great-great-great-great-grandma or somebody, I don't know, somebody. But she was pure Native American, like so, full-blooded tribal member. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, and I don't even know what, I don't even know what tribe. Like, this hasn't, to this be, is something that I find a fascinating now but in my youth when i could have asked all huh. of these people i didn't care the good no, news is nobody you, does you live in utah someone's probably already done it um <laughs> i mean really but i mean it's just it's really cool like i was shocked at at how close back the the british irish connection is like it's it's so recent. what's the biggest percentage you have British Irish, thirty one point three percent. That's the biggest single percent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's no one from her mom's side of the family. Which is almost so. a third of my DNA. That's a lot. Well, I mean, technically your dad gives you half your DNA. So Well, but I mean And there's basically no everybody African. in the world are pretty She has a tiny bit of sub Saharan. Point six percent sub-Saharan. How do they determine it? Does it explain it in the? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff. Like as you read through it, um, and they explain like it's kind of cool because as you click on it, you can like see the area. So like this is showing my European area, and it's all based on on different traits inside of your the Asian one. It shows like the. So it's it's different markers in your DNA that indicates you know where you come from, and so it'll it also tells you like 
where it thinks most of your ancestry, because she's got so much Native American ancestry, where her ancestry track probably came from. So like what part of the world that that tribe originally started from and migrated to. Uh, so it has a lot of cool stuff like that on there. But this like legit shows like the Iberian. So the Spanish side is like five generations, which is, you know, so me and then my mom and then my grandma and grandpa and then my grandma, grandma and grandpa's parents and then their parents. And I think they're the ones that came over. So I'm not sure if my grandma, my great grandma was born in Spain and then moved here or if she was born right after they moved from Spain here. But like that just proves that that huh. story they real. weren't lying that your grandparents were not dickheads. <laughs> yeah. That's what it proves. But well, so it's just kind of cool. Then it also goes through all the medical stuff and good news for her. The sperm donor was great. She's not predisposed to like anything. Anything. Like I she have some, no predisposition. She has, she has a couple of markers that it says aren't really anything to be concerned about. Uh, yeah, I need to do that because I don't know my mom's health. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that's, I mean, it, that's I had really one, cool stuff. I had one, two, three, f- I had four variants, but all of them are not likely at increased risk. The rest so. of them, I didn't even have a. So she is a. Like sa- it, even, it even guessed my weight, like it within did, a pound. No, it didn't guess your weight. It told well, you, you know what, what the mean. average weight for someone your age and height is. Well, no, it told me that I'm predisposed to weigh more than average. And then it gave me what that average is. No. It gave you the average for a woman of your size. Anyway. And it's right on. But it's like within it's pretty, a pound of yeah, my weight. It's pretty damn close. I was like, what the crap? Anyway, it was it's it was really cool. So she's a healthy average woman. I, I got good stock I'm here. I'm a healthy average Irish woman. And I <laughs> really suggest doing that one over the, the like the, the ancestry. ancestry.com. Yeah. Okay, so so I ironically enough, yesterday I heard somebody telling somebody in the cubicle <laughs> next to me that they that her mom had paid to have her her sons so the grandma had paid to have her grandson's dna done and i went down to her office today because they they store a bunch of stuff and i needed some crap and so i mentioned to her that i had done mine so she showed me his and the ancestry one is not as cool like just the reports that she showed me that they're pretty basic yeah this one like you drill down all sorts of stuff like there's maps and the health stuff you should should do it chris I I thought about it and I she's like why didn't you get you one for Christmas and I'm like because it was Your a Christmas. super special thing for you like it because I know who my mom and my dad are and I don't fucking care but like but it would she, be interesting to see kind of like but yeah it's very interesting especially for her because she, literally there's no it's just like I said they just like reach their hand in and they're like oh this I'm bag pretty works sure that's not <laughs> They spin a wheel and they're like, oh, you got the good Irish dude. But I I really haven't ever. Hopefully she's not a ginger. Really. (laughs) But it would, but it would explain why I, I mean, I was born with red hair. Like there are pictures of me until I'm like one and a half, almost two years old and I have red hair. So, so, but yeah, so I, I kind of sent it to my mom and I don't think she quite got it. So I want to have a talk with her because I never think, you don't think she quite got it, but I've never really quizzed her on. On the process and and how it happened and how the father was well yeah like I don't like, know Ooh, that guy's good looking just oh he's a, the he's a physicist well because I know that that now like you can you can pick tons of things you can pick genetic you can look at those genetic markers and 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 choose you know health or or 
or brains or looks or whatever. But I think back in the infancy of this technology, it really was just like, here's a bunch of pictures of people, look at some that you find attractive, and then like they went to school or they didn't go to school, and this is the job that you they got have, some good stock. You know? This one here is a foreigner. Foreign, <laughs> <laughs> mm, so, foreign, so foreign like, semen. Back then, it was anybody's picture, and then they just put whatever they wanted. Yeah, I, 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 they just cut them out of I think magazines. It was, well, I think it was just a questionnaire. Like, and now I think that they actually so, test people. Can, so can you see the, the guy filling it out? He's like, "Are they going to read this?" Look, not, honestly, not back then it might have been like, "Well, this dude has like six million fighting sperm. This guy has uh, six hundred. Let's go up to six million. Or we want to try and make this happen. Honestly, like I, I would tend to think just me if I had to do this, I would really want to first find somebody that looked like my partner and then kind of go from there. Like maybe narrow it down after, afterwards. Look, guys that look like me are a dime a dozen at the sperm bank, babe. There's going to be plenty to choose from. You're not going to have a problem. Dude, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about my mom making a but decision you said about my, my dad. You said my partner. I mean, that's like guys like me are a dime a dozen. Anyway, we are Olympic curling. My dad champions. is Danish, so I'm sure that they just they found some light skinned dude and was like, "Let's pick him." Let's get a Polak in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you! You look like you're English. That the that the, K- the Kmart's because back then they didn't have the Walmart, so they're at the Kmart's and they're like, "That dude, mm-hmm. you what, Governor? You want me to wink my yank? <laughs> I don't know. How about yank my wink? Yank my wink? Wink my yank <laughs> for five dollars? <laughs> Anyway, $5 so, and a biscuit. So now it makes me want to ask my mom more questions <laughs> like about about the choice and like how she chose whoever and and how much of that choice. Maybe was Peter's hers. your dad. I don't think Peter's old enough to be my dad. <laughs> I think Peter and I are like this. Maybe Peter's your brother. <laughs> I I he, maybe he's a cousin or something, I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of cool because it Ireland and Scotland and 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 Britain and those places are are some of the only places I've ever really wanted to visit anyway. So I think it's kind of cool that... You just want to get back to your heritage. I understand. I, but then I didn't even know that. But that's where I wanted to that's go. That's what I did before I left for Scotland. was a bunch of... I'm, all my genealogy is done to like the 900s, but it's all Scottish. And um, when I went back, I actually ended up meeting some long distant relatives who own a distillery. My... Uh, my heritage goes back as far as my grandma, my grandpa. No, I knew my great grandma. Never mind my great grandma. That's how far back it goes. And uh, no, I'm serious. That's where it starts. It's like immaculate conception or something. <laughs> On the plains. No idea behind that. So uh, okay. I kind of so. want to have my mom's tested now, so I can really see exactly what part of it came from her and what part of it came from my dad. But so right. uh, you could do that. I know. Um, just right. get her to spit in a cup. Don't tell her why. Let's, so I found a part on there, babe, that shows how many people that have been tested could be siblings, cousins, parents, or My whatever. mom found cousins through hers. Like, so w- one of these days we'll have to play with that and see. Like I got some half-brothers and sisters out there I don't even know about. Well, I'm not kidding. The thing is, is, is like legit, since since somebody donated their sperm, there really could be. There's a good chance there's six ha- that I actually have brothers and 50 sisters. Fifty or sixty yeah, siblings, you, out and there. they're like here. They're, and by out there, you mean in Utah? Yeah, I mean, yeah, with all within ten years of age. So, so it'd be big cool. family reunion. It'd be interesting. Hey, we were all sired by the same, you know, cheeky British guy. 
Or Irish? No. Stop hanging up on the Irish. He was fucking British. They're all British. They're all the same. You can donate like every other day. (laughs) How do we know this, Jeremy? You can only donate blood. No plasma twice a week. Jeremy, do you have more than four kids? (laughs) Basically, here's the thing. Here's how it works. On Monday, you you donate semen. Then you go to the, the blood bank and donate plasma on Tuesday. You drink a bunch of beer to rehydrate so that Wednesday you can go jerk it again in a cup for the for the sperm donation. Then on Thursday, you go back to the blood bank, get some more cash so that Friday you can jerk it a final time, and then you are set to party on the weekend. Then Monday what about it starts girls? all over again. You can go to the blood bank on Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> yeah, because donating ovaries is a really long process. Yeah. You get paid a lot of money, but it's you a really long you, process. Girls can't really jerk their eggs off into a cup like guys can in their sperm. Like no jerking the eggs. Uh, eggs have a little <laughs> bit, a uh, little bit more fragile existence. So actually, eggs are pretty tough. Uh, well, yeah, I mean they fucking live for how many ever years until they shrivel up and die. You're born with them. Yeah, you're born with them, and you die with whatever's left. Wow. It's really disappointing to think about. If chickens are born with all those eggs, how come they're so damn Dude, big when they chickens are not people. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even mammals. They're all dinosaurs. Right. Let's talk about some serious news, okay? <laughs> chicken fucker. I'll call someone a chicken fucker if you give me $5. <laughs> Want me to do it? God, I love super troopers. I love that. Uh, <laughs> meow. <laughs> All right, now let's get to some news. <laughs> All right, uh, safest cities in Utah. Um, so there's a big report here. I'm not going to talk much about it. Smithfield is the safest town. Okay, look, if you're under 10,000 people or that under is the 50, biggest one that I printed out, and you're not going to talk about it. If you are under, if you are under 50,000 people, you're not a fucking city. You're a small town. Well, that's why you're safe. Yeah, so Smithfield, Utah, population 11,000, had seven violent crimes and 36 property crimes in 20... This is 2016. And it was all the same kid, and don't worry, they got him. Yeah, his mom was really not good. Was his name Daniel? No. Uh, That's about the size of the town that I grew up in, and that probably is about right for the number of... uh, Now, I want to just point out, number four, Jess's hometown, Weather Vortex USA, Saratoga Springs... Saratoga Springs. You basically do. My city is not even on here. That's how dangerous it is. <laughs> it is not dangerous. <laughs> no, Your really city's not is. even a real place. That's why it's under Saratoga Springs. So, Dude, I live in Kearns. Yeah, we're not on this list at all. Uh, <laughs> so Lone Peak uh, is number two. Then Pleasant Grove, apparently pretty uh, pretty safe place to live per capita. It's because you can't get anywhere. Saratoga Springs. Because the roads are a mess. Yeah, no one likes going hey, there. Hey, Draper's on here, Jeremy. What the hell? It's number 39. Oh. <laughs> uh, so let's go back. Salt Lake's the worst, which is good. That means Ogden is taking a step for the better, guys. Ogden is no longer the dangerous hellhole it once was. It is now 44 out of 48. Al Capone can walk freely. Uh, sure. <laughs> hey, St. George is 23, so we're sending our kid to a fairly safe place. And, really and Cedar City's 33. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you notice that North Ogden is number 10? Yeah, that's weird. What's weird? North Salt Lake, uh, 19, so not as uh not, as safe. not on there. Are we too small to count? Um, uh, they didn't opt into this thing, so. Oh, they didn't pay their $10? Yeah. <laughs> so, but talk about, so the way that they reviewed the most, they reviewed the most recent FBI crime report statistics. Yeah, so really what they're looking at is, is uh, violent crimes and property and crimes. Property. 
Um, so Holy shit. St. George had 1,465 property crimes. I think that's like the highest. Yeah, but you got to... Besides when you get to like the bigger city. So the reason you got those kind of numbers in, in smaller places like St. George and Cedar City is meth. A lot of meth, meth users and heroin <laughs> users still... No, seriously. You get a lot of drug users in those smaller towns that are stealing a lot of shit and... and, and West Valley is only 6,000. Only. That's weird. That's not, that's not very much because West Valley is a really big it's a city. big city. But you also have to keep into account violent crime. So violent crime, uh, I got to tell you, Kaysville, not looking good, guys, at 18 violent crimes. Um, that was the Per 1,000 people. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Uh, 77 Lehigh. Holy fuck, <laughs> 77 violent crimes per 1,000 people in Lehigh? That's not per 1,000 people. Really? That's just 77 in the... Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's per thousand people. That's per thousand. Like, is it really? A that's per, a lot of fucking thousand. people. Seventy-seven violent crimes per thousand people in Lehigh, and then you've got St. George at one hundred and sixty. So they're fucking killing each other down there. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking it's violent like crimes. Drive by Central. God damn, one hundred and sixty. Well, do they count the? That's what I just said. West St. George is like the old people dying. Does that are they counting that in that that's number? That's not violent. That's not violent. He's dude. So what well, is when they have a heart attack and drive off right. the road and take so, a school bus with them? Ogden is the second Ogden is the second worst at four hundred and fifty violent crimes. But Salt Lake City, eighteen hundred and fifteen. That is a lot of bum fights. <laughs> you know that's what that is. A I lot of that is homeless population. I guarantee it with because any kind any kind of assault or anything like that is a violent crime. That's that's fucking insane. Oh wait, no, no, West Valley had eight hundred and twenty three. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ogden. You weren't second West Valley was. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me. We live in the ghetto. Um, <laughs> Bree hates it when I say that. Uh, anyway, interesting. You grew up in a trailer park, dude. In a town of 12,000. My brother was a prisoner and a, a, a three-time felon. So thanks for bringing that up. Sure, anytime. All you needed was a tornado to like top it off. whole neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, okay, some other stuff that's going on. Population growth. Uh, so we talk about affordable housing. Um, there's none. Even apartments are no longer affordable. Uh, it's it's pretty bad. Like you're talking, you know, studio apartments at $800 a month now in the suburbs, not just in Salt Lake City proper. Um there is a serious lack of affordable housing. St. George actually is worse than Salt Lake County uh, in, in terms of lack of affordable housing. Um, it's, a, it's a big, big problem. We'll talk about it more in the news, some of the stuff that some of the cities are trying to do or that the state's trying to do to force cities to come up with solutions. But this is a big part of our homeless problem. People just can't afford to to rent places. Look at some of these rent numbers. 1400 a month? That's like a house payment. Well, yeah, like that's the that's the average median in uh, Salt Lake for a two bedroom apartment, and uh, St. George's it's eleven hundred and sixty six dollars. So you've got Sandy at a thousand, Cottonwood Heights at twelve hundred for a two bedroom apartment. Uh, that's just that's just crazy. The best was Cedar City at seven hundred dollars a month, and that's a lot. That's a lot. I remember when I rented my first apartment, it was four hundred and fifty a month. For a two-bedroom. I thought that the it was 150 a month. <laughs> I lived in New Jersey, so housing. <laughs> it was way expensive. <laughs> How much does Cassie pay? How much do you pay? Way too much. 
Good point. Cassie pays <laughs> Cassie pays a l- way too much because she lives in uh, student style housing and has a huge bedroom with her own private bathroom and oh. yeah, her bedroom and her walk-in closet are bigger than my bedroom. She basically lives in a dorm that's not a dorm, mm-hmm. like a nice one. So, uh, but that's you know whatever. That's pretty normal, especially compared to whatever Sean's going to be living in because I'm pretty sure she's going to be living in a shoebox. Yep. Yep, Dixie State. With cockroaches. Uh, they got lots of Well, no. So, like, I I don't know if anybody... So, when Cassie went and moved into her dorm room, it was huge. Like, her, like you could have put a queen-size bed and a couple of nightstands in her dorm room. And then her closet. And then, like, even their bathroom. So, their sinks were outside the, the bathroom. But even the, the place where the shower and the toilet was, was big. Like, it was really, really big. You could have had a, you could have had a vanity in there. Um, the dorm rooms at Dixie, we go in there and like, there's like they're a dorm rooms. Yeah. There's like they're a, dorm rooms. <laughs> they're actual dorm rooms. They're actual dorm. Yeah. So like there's barely the room for the couch and there's like two places at the counter for counter stool bar for bar stools. Where in Cassie's, there were like five bar stools and then like a huge entertainment center and stuff. And, and this room for, for Sean's for the whole thing is like smaller than this room we're in. Dixie State sucks. SUU much better. That's what I got out of that. Well, no, Mine was I a mean, brick room with enough room for two yeah. desks. Dixie State is like a normal <laughs> dorm. Well, yeah, it's so, so then the girls that were, that were giving us the tour, she's like, yeah, my roommate and I reached out our feet. We touch our feet at night because like gross. they can touch their feet in the, from their beds. That's special. So speaking of a lot of people being in Utah, we're also super friendly for uh, gay old people. Which is awesome. Did you say gay old people? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's named Not one of the happy top people. Like one of the, the top places for LGBT One of the top 11 that guy looks cities. Cool. Like, I would be a friends with that guy. Yeah. Doesn't he just look awesome? Is that George both, Takei? Both of the guys look no. really good, but just the kidding. women just look ordinary. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Maybe Salt they're Lake, all guys. Salt Lake City. They're name. not. <laughs> Uh, University of Utah, uh, speaking what? of old Dude, people dying. you interrupt Jessica all the time and she doesn't throw a temper tantrum. I didn't throw a temper tantrum. You just literally I'm, threw the article. I'm literally moving on to old people dying at the University of Utah. Can't we have LGB old people living? Uh, yeah, apparently they live really well and then they die and go to the Utah and die, University of Utah and die alone. Um, That's sad. <laughs> so it used to be that four or five patients would die in a room by themselves each month at the University of Utah Hospital. A lot of them were homeless. Some were estranged from their family, like I will be when I finally die. Um, <laughs> sometimes people just couldn't get here. Um, but uh, there's a group that has formed together to basically make it so no one just dies in their room by themselves anymore. So someone will, will be with them to uh, just be there when I they die. Be part of this program. You want to go sit in with old people as they die? It doesn't have to be old people. Well, anyone. It's but anyone dying. So you want to go hang out and watch people die? Sure. I want to go hold the babies. <laughs> you should see the look Jeremy and I just gave each other. <laughs> like, that's some serial killer shit. You're like, no, I, it's not. I want to volunteer to watch people die. That's what you just said. It's called being compassionate. It's not, she's not volunteering to I'm kill them. I'm not killing them. anyone. I'm just I sitting there. I didn't say we're killing anyone. Serial killers don't kill anyone right Listen, away Listen, when your biggest fear is dying alone, why would you want somebody else to die alone? I mean, I think it's a cool thing. I actually I actually applaud them. I could not just sit there and watch someone die. I want to hold babies. Not dying. Just in general. So, so yeah, work. Like I want to go to the hospital and hold babies because I don't. They don't do that anymore. Don't, so, yeah, they do. So work in the NICU where the babies are likely to die, and hold their hands I while they die. I don't want to. 
No, I didn't say anything about being around people when they were dying. I just said I would well, like to You know what? Just babies. hang out in the maternity ward. You can hold babies while their mothers die because they die the most in the U.S. It's true. We have a really high maternal mortality rate. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> All right, sorry. This is taking a weird turn. <laughs> Speaking of fucked you up weird shit in the state of Utah, uh, polygamists back in the news with uh, child labor accusations. Oh, that's new. Oh, Cassie hit some polygamist car on her way home from school last weekend. Her or way whatever. home from our house. Yeah. Not home I'm from sorry. school. But it doesn't home matter. Home to school. Uh, yeah. Uh, she did not fall into the hands of the man there that's purely, no. a, you know, surely a, a charismatic gentleman that is able to you know, swoon women into his harem of curtain-wearing women. Well, I just don't get it. Like, there's all these, there's a program on on TLC now or something that's like... Seeking Sister Wives? Yeah, Seeking Sister Wives. It's dumb. I can't And they look so wife. normal. Did you they see them? Well, they're but all I'm, my neighbors. It's but it's just... They're not part of... It's they all live in Saratoga Springs with Jess. But that's no, not... Really, like, there's a huge polygamous, polygamous community out in Eagle but Mountain. But that's not normal. Well, it's because they're not the, the hardcore... They actually think your house is a polygamist house based on your roommates and you. Like, <laughs> they, totally. do they really think it is. It's weird. No, what's the opposite of polygamy? Because yeah. it's when you have yeah. multiple husbands. Yeah, it's yeah. not polygamy. It's something else. It's poly polyandry. It's polyamorous. Polyamorous. Po- no, is polyandry. The- Considering I don't ever see my roommates, that's not. That's do they the see? Do they see each other? No. On a personal. No one's ever home at the same time. Um. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so this is not the first time they've they've been busted, um, but basically, part two contractors is the name of the company. They got kids working for them on construction projects, and they are... They frame houses amazingly. I was right. It's polyandry. But, uh, yeah, not not good. This is one of the reasons why polygamy is, look, you know, kind of frowned upon in the state. It's not... Why can't a 17-year-old use an L gun? They need to teach them skills. Well, it's not just a 17... So, so. Okay, let me explain why a 17-year-old can't use an L gun. So back in the olden days, in the days of car factories first starting up in the U.S. when we were industrializing back in like the 1920s and 30s no, and 40s. No, I'm just talking about a nail gun. I don't need a history lesson because, <laughs> about child labor. Because 17-year-olds can shoot themselves in the hand and aren't responsible for their own actions. Well, That's then why. they need to learn that. It's like touching a stove. When they are 18. And they should also be able to drink at 18, by the way. I'm not saying that one goes without the other. But. Smoke, drink, have sex. Yeah, they've been in trouble for it before. They're getting in trouble again. They're probably going to lose their contracting license. Uh, but that's a, it's a big deal. It's a, it's a liability issue. It is. It's well, a huge the, one. The thing, that, the thing with, with that group down in that area is contractors love them because they'll bring the entire family, and I mean the entire family, and yeah. they'll frame a house in a weekend. Well, and that's just it. And the entire family, it's not just 17-year-olds. It's 8-year-olds up. You know, yeah. anyone that can hold a hammer. And they frame the whole thing. And they do it for cheap. And they do a good job. They do it for cheap. They do a good job, but they're also doing it on the backs of kids. It's true. And that's who should be in school and learning so that they can make a choice if to they, not be in look, a polyandry. If they family. go to school and learn, they're not gonna fuck their uncle, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. With a nail gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why 17-year-olds shouldn't use nail guns. <laughs> we don't want them fucking their uncles with them. <laughs> oh, I'm writing that down. Fucking your uncle with a nail gun. Is that got a hashtag with it? That's way too long for a hashtag. 
No, there's no such thing. There is. No. I'm just going to put hashtag blessed. I'm sorry. If you make your, your hashtag so long that it takes me longer to figure out what it is than to Sometimes I read do it your, on purpose. your Twitter, then I just don't read them. I hate Nobody hashtags. reads my Twitter anyway. So. I only put hashtags in because there's Twitter. a spot for them, but I hate writing them. Um, all right. Let's get into the legislative session um, where I can... Uh, I love this bill so much. The water cremation thing? Yes. So yeah, lawmakers have passed a water cremation bill. Uh, it's an equal eco-friendly. This is stupid. An eco-friendly alternative to burial. It's an eco-friendly alternative to cremation. Uh, so, so instead of incinerating you, they do it in water in and pressure. Alkali- it's an alkaline hydrolysis process. Yeah, basically they mix some chemicals in with you. They and with heat and and boil you and pressurize you, and then you turn into like this sludge they give back. It's so cool and cost-effective. So I'm wondering, like, get at me? is there, is, after their chemicals are done, do they just reuse them? Uh, I don't know. So is there a chemical waste issue now that we need to worry about? <laughs> Potentially. And I'm no expert on water cremation. I do want to know at what point we Thank have an intervention. Preface. Thank you for prefacing that. <laughs> I, I do want to know when we have an intervention for Jess now, because this is the second story that has made me worry about her. <laughs> First, she's like, I ought to volunteer for this program where they go watch people die. And now she's like, ooh, cremation. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm so excited for cremation. I'm pretty sure you're you're not saying actually what she's saying. This is what I'm hearing, though. That's the Perfect. problem. Good. Is it like a big pressure Keep cooker? You on your toes. I mean, if I if I talk about animal abuse and you're like, oh, I'm super interested in this story, I'm going to be really fucking worried. It reduces worried. it to a liquid and dry bone residue. That's gross. Is it in your garden? You could. It it uses less fuel. It doesn't pollute the air. I think that's air. still probably illegal, Jeremy. <laughs> Use grandma. So do they, it passed. It passed the Senate and mm, the House. Grandma, you made great bell peppers this year. <laughs> they have those like yeah. b- body pods. Yeah, absolutely. Bury people mm-hmm. in and just put it back in the earth. Make a tree. Plain pine box with a garden on top of me. That's what I've always said. But I can't plant gardens, so maybe just I'll tree's just give you fine. to Jeremy. Tree's cool. <laughs> be a fruit tree, though. I, got, I want I my got body to feed garden. <laughs> <laughs> just grind me up. Just throw me in a wood chipper and spray me across your yard. It's cool to have another option, basically. It is. It I'm going to be cremated. And it, I mean, cremation is, is really environmentally unfriendly. So I don't know how much more unfriendly it is than digging a hole in the ground, pouring cement, and then putting a body in there with a bunch of chemicals that will never decompose. So. so when Jesus comes back, he can resurrect. So when Jesus comes Dude, back, if you're Jesus bloated. is that magical, then he can make you out of ashes. No, you got to be whole. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, okay, so in Utah, uh, That's what I the, say to that? One of the one of the funny things about Utah is we have a waiting period. You can buy a gun right away, but you have to wait ninety days to get divorced. Right now, um, priorities. That's the craziest thing. Like. I'm angry enough. I'm going to kill my wife. I want a divorce. Uh, you got to wait three months and go to some counseling first. Well, I'll just get a damn gun. I'm going to Cabela's. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You can go out of um, Walmart. So the good news is there will be a bill to cut that wait time down to 30 days. I think it's stupid to even be at 30 days. Well, so there's no waiting period for getting married, but there's a waiting period yeah, for and getting that's just divorced. It. Like, like, shouldn't there be more of a waiting period to get married than to get divorced? A 90-day yes, get application. Get divorced way faster. Well, and here's, I mean, here's the thing. By the time you get to a point where you want a divorce, 
you're already there. The, waiting 30 days, waiting 90 days is probably not going to change your mind. It's not like you went to the court and went, I want a divorce, got an attorney, and I want a divorce like right now, like just because your wife, you know, pissed in your Cheerios that morning. That's not how it works. It's the guy that pisses in the Cheerios. Oh, no. I've seen women hover. <laughs> yeah, they're shitty women, too. Trust me. They probably shit in your fucking chocolate milk or something. Like, women are way more vile than men. I'm just saying. <laughs> if a woman was going to do something like piss in your Cheerios, that's the least of your worries. You wouldn't know it. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't know that she did it, and then you would just have... See, if it's a dude, they're like, people, they're like they messy. They're messy, and you would know that there was pee in your Cheerios, but if a woman did it, you just you wouldn't know. You'd just be like, these Cheerios taste funny. So good good move, and, and Wayne Niederhauser has been a, a vocal proponent of that bill because he is a divorce attorney, I believe, in his day job, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this is stupid, um, and I, I can't believe that it is, it is going out to – it got out of committee um, and is going out to a vote – so Dan McKay out of out of Riverton. So uh, welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for your shithead rep. <laughs> um, he has he has got uh, the rules committee to approve a change uh, that basically says we're no longer going to have people warn us if potential legislation is potentially unconstitutional. Because you know why would we why would we want someone to say yeah if you pass this it doesn't matter it's going to get challenged in court you're going to pay a lot of fees and then you're just going to lose anyway. No, now we're not even going to do that. We're just going to fucking pass bills, whether doesn't matter. Stupid. Stupid. Well, it's not like they pay attention to him anyway. Look at the stupid can't abort a Down syndrome baby bill. Yeah, which is, uh, which I passed one of the bodies, didn't it? The Down uh, syndrome bill? Senate? Yeah, so, which is, which is stupid. So there's a bunch of other stuff that we're going to power through some of this because there's a ton of stuff. This is the time of the session where we start to get a lot of stuff hitting the floor, going to votes, passing. Um, so uh, vaping tax. So they're talking about like an 80% vaping tax. And I think they, they pulled it back down to 29. So cool. They're passing a bill to, uh, to restore us six as the grand army of Republic highway. That's awesome. I like fancy highways. Yeah, basically I 15 between uh, the Spanish two, the two 70 uh, I 70 junctions. Uh, they're going to rename again. Yeah. Uh, it was a Democratic, Dimitri, whatever, Dan, I don't remember what it was. It was some Democratic guy, uh, but they renamed it back to that. But yeah, the vaping tax, um, they're, trying to, they're trying to impose a tax on vaping to keep kids from vaping. But they're fucking idiots because that's not going to stop kids from vaping. That's not how you stop it. And the whole point of the taxing of the cigarettes was to help pay for a lot of the health, you know, stuff. And there's just not enough studies yet on vaping to see what the, the risks and whatnot are. I don't disagree that they should be taxing that stuff. It's still a tobacco product. It's still nicotine. Um, but uh, so we'll see where that where that ends up. But that'll be a pretty big change for a lot of those vape stores. Um Campus Civil Liberties Resolution has been passed uh, by the House. Um, basically, it, uh, it's a resolution that affirms uh, civil liberties of students at uh, our colleges and universities, basically giving them a little bit more protection um, to speak out and what have you. I'm so glad that they're giving women permission to feed their children in public. <laughs> yeah, so that that's a big thing. Um, the committee has okayed a bill for allowing women to breastfeed in public. Basically, it says uh, if it's a public space, 
woman can whip out her boob and feed her baby. Dude, women don't just whip out their boobs and feed their babies. I know they don't. And I don't have a problem with it. I actually think it's good. Uh, I think it's probably one of the more progressive things the state's agreed to, which is good because we do have a lot of mothers here. Um, So you can can totally uh, take your boob out and feed your baby now. (laughs) I used to. To be fair, that's not actually passed. It's just gotten out of committee. But I don't suspect that. So it's against the law currently? Uh, it depends. It's typically city by city, um, but they're trying to make it a, a state law that they're protected. Um, bikes. So this is actually, I thought this was interesting. I don't know if I agree with this, but they're, they're right now, if you're a bicyclist, um, if you wait for 90 seconds at a red light, you can then go if it's clear, right? Which this I sounds like it has a bad written all over it. For yeah, that's cyclists. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, so 90 seconds, that's a minute and a half. And I don't know too many lights that sit for more than a minute and a half. Um, and, and currently, um, for stop signs, um, what they're trying to do now with HB 58 is after a stop light, uh, if, if things look good, they can just go and they can roll through the intersection for stop signs. If it looks clear, a lot of them do anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, it still, uh, they did add an amendment to prohibit them from crossing red lights at intersections with more than one lane of travel in each direction. So that's good. So they won't be just rolling down. How many people that ride their bikes though bother to read this or even know? Uh, Most of them just get on the sidewalk and run down pedestrians. So yeah, they're fucking terrible. Okay. So this is a, this, this other bill here, um, HB 462. So this is actually a big thing, has a ton of support. Um, what what the House is trying to do is pass a piece of legislation that is going to put a tax on cities that don't allow homeless shelters in their borders uh, to help pay for the homeless shelters within the county uh, that, that those homeless shelters sit. Uh, and there's, there's other provisions. Basically, um, they have to have affordable housing uh, or uh, host homeless shelters. So there's a per capita set for affordable. It's basically going to force cities to come up with ways to have, you know, lower income housing, uh, more affordable housing for everyone, or be okay with a homeless shelter. And if you're not okay with a homeless shelter, Sandy City, uh, Draper, you get to fucking pay for it anyway, and for that to be somewhere else. And Ben McAdams has said, if this doesn't pass, we're not building it in South Salt Lake. We're, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of the other shelters fall through if this doesn't pass. Uh, so it, it really needs to pass. Basically, it's, it's just a step to make sure that the, look, the homeless population, the, the problem with the homeless population, it's not just a Salt Lake City thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a Salt Lake County thing. It's a Utah State thing because the homeless population comes from all over the state. Uh, and Outside the state even. Yeah, and resides in Salt Lake City because that's where the shelter is at. But it's a huge burden to take on for for any one jurisdiction within within the state, and, and truthfully, the rest of the state should be helping pay for that. We're we're not a place like Ohio that has five different metropolitan areas, or California with you know forty metropolitan areas up and down the coast. We have one really big metro area that all the homeless population populate you know progresses to. So, but all the rest of the cities complain about how Salt Lake's running it and throw a fit with whatever they do, but they themselves but they don't want to put yeah, money into it. And so this would, this would make them put money into it or open their doors up to having shelters in their communities, which I think would be fantastic if we could get shelters in each community. So, 
there's also there's also a bill out on the table. The committee has endorsed it uh, in the House uh, to drop the fucking dumb ass. This is a restaurant. This is a bar sign. <laughs> the dumbest fucking signs on the planet that makes us in Utah look like idiots because we can't fucking figure out if it's a restaurant or a bar specifically for liquor purposes. I'm just glad uh, that Pretty Bird had their sign when we were there because I was really confused. So I, I was. I was struggling. It glad. looked like a bar with all the not liquor was, sitting on the counter. But that sign clarified that great. I felt <laughs> safe. It was great. Or they, you know... I really thought that my sprite was going to be spiked. So once I saw that sign, I was like, "Good, it's just." Well, spiked. I was—I knew I was going to be an alcoholic by the time I walked out of there. We're <laughs> just glad that they're you finally addressing it. I'm just super happy that like he had an engraved sign because I hate those stupid ones that they just print off the printer because they're just doing. No, it. I I love that because that is if I was running a business, that's the kind of fucking sign I would have just to, as a big fucking middle finger big to the legislature. I wouldn't. I'd have like this really ornate, like, like engraved. Yeah, because the requirement is eight and a half by eleven. Uh, piece of paper that says that at least that's the requirement, and that would be all that I would do. That fucking slap. You know what I would somewhere. do? I'd make it like the whole damn wall. I hated it when they. <laughs> like the, you walk in <laughs> behind the hostess. This is, and I would make my fucking hostess say, "Folks, this is a restaurant, not a bar. Please understand." <clears throat> and they'd be like, "What? It's the state of Utah. We have to say that. I apologize. <laughs> I would this name is my a restaurant that." That would be the name of my restaurant. This is a restaurant, not a bar. Why is it Somebody needs whoever is out there building a restaurant in Salt Lake needs to capitalize on that. Or whoever is out there building a bar that's not a restaurant, you can take the other one. This is Just a call bar. It, this is a bar, not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bar, not a restaurant. LLC. <laughs> And all all the people would wear their t-shirts and their hats and all this is a bar. This is a bar. This is a bar. Well, and like great. your napkins would have it like <laughs> on the napkin. They'd be black napkins with right with white writing. <laughs> Maybe we need to go look at this LLC. All your beer mugs would say it right on it. This is a bar. And then on the bottom, when you get done drinking, not, not a, a restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> it's in the bottom. Yeah. So when you get. <laughs> <laughs> Genius ideas fantastic. are created. <laughs> Someone's gonna steal it, and we're gonna be like motherfuckers. <laughs> or call or call your restaurant the Zion Curtain. <laughs> yeah, why hasn't that been? Why hasn't that happened yet? The bar oh. called the Zion Curtain, the Zion Bar. All right, a few more things. Um, I do want to talk about gun control, but uh, we're gonna talk about some cool old Utah <laughs> shit. Well, I say cool, and then the first story here is about the stupid purple turtle. Do you actually patronize this place, Jess? Because I know that you think it's awesome that it's fifty years yeah. old. Yeah, I think not often, but I do. I think the, the they have the yeah. best s'more shakes ever. Look, some of the ingredients they use are probably still fifty years old. I, I pass That's it all the time. That's how it makes it delicious. Like their malt powder is probably fifty years old. I'm okay with that. I'm still alive. I, I pass it all the time, but I've never actually. It's stopped. a cool building, but God, their food is terrible. How it's is they, not. I don't understand. How their fish and chips. Food. No, it's not. Are the, legit. All right, you cannot talk about fish and chips, woman. That's I've heard true about I, your I haven't fish eaten. and chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You have no place to talk about fish and chips at this experience. point. <laughs> but I, in a I, country where they should have been legit. The purple turtle head. Yeah. Well, the problem is you were in a country where everyone's drunk, so they probably were fine for the drunk people. Possibly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, purple turtle's been around for 50 fucking years. That's a long time for a restaurant. 
uh, especially a shitty one. Has to, it always been be called the purple turkey? Yes. Yeah. It's always had that ugly ass fucking purple roof. And it's in that it's in that crossroads area, so it's like this weird like know. triple weird intersection okay. thing. It's probably wrecks all the time. People. He had a dream him. about it in his sleep. About the purple turtle. Yeah. Was that's it a how giant it came purple up in tortoise? Hello, Jim. <laughs> you should make a drive up. <laughs> no, it put says, a purple roof on it. There was a gas station here, and he had a dream one night that there was a really successful restaurant on that site. He said all he remembers was there was a turtle coming up out of the ground. Uh, and then he had the same dream. In the, the 60s? That's because he 1968. was... 1968. Yeah, LSD's a hell of a drug. And also the turtle coming up out of the ground, he probably had to poop. Can you... <laughs> can, what I'm saying. You've never even eaten can you do, I have eaten Can you there. do turtle voice again? I think that's funny. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and they make really good grasshopper shakes. I don't even like grasshopper shakes. They're disgusting. Then why the fuck would you eat one? I wouldn't, but my cousins. I'm a s'mores so how girl. Do you know? Then how do you Ooh, know the grass? My cousins ordered them, but they make s'mores even, with real marshmallows. Them, but the best By the way, oh my gosh, had. the mint chocolate. I have dreams chocolate all the time, but I don't. Conspiracy chocolate is so oh, yeah, can good. Can we say thank you to those guys for making Jeremy a baby Jesus chocolate? Oh, that is Sweet so amazing. Baby Jesus. He licked that thing as soon as he saw it. <laughs> it's like, I just licked baby Jesus <laughs> right in the forehead. No, he didn't. He <laughs> That but, is so cool. Yeah, definitely. Thanks that really is that. sweet. Those guys were baby awesome. Jesus, Sweet, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> With a lot of cacao. I can't eat him. That's honestly, sacrilegious. Honestly, that's probably the color baby Jesus was. <clears throat> probably closer, closer than white chocolate baby yeah. Jesus. White chocolate baby Jesus would be interesting. I love that he's in like a little nest of hayish <laughs> looking stuff. And he's too. doing the Catholic finger pose. Whatever that is. I don't know this. Like a ballet pose. The Catholic finger pose? I don't know the Jesus Catholic ballet. gang signs. It's like <laughs> Catholic gang signs. It's a Catholic gang sign. <laughs> I've baby never Jesus. made that pose. It's baby Jesus ballet. So I didn't know this about the Rio Grande, but did you know that it's got all those fucking state yeah. artifacts in it? Yeah, like, I know where that room is, and I would love to go there. So there's a storage room uh, underground in the Rio Grande uh, that is apparently in really bad shape and uh, we have water dripping on some serious artifacts. They have Brigham Young's hair in there. Now here's... $100 million dollars that's what I was going to say. That's what's crazy. $100 million below the Rio Grande. So all those dudes dealing heroin on the outside of that building... Every Saturday. All they fucking need to do is break in and steal that. Oh, that's one of the, the documentary things is the Great Maple Heist that happened in, in the Canadian Maple Reserve. I heard about that. So that's on this docuseries that I've been watching. In on fact, the I Dirty think I brought series. that up once a long time ago when we were talking about yeah, so they are they are do <laughs> they a do a thing. full like sixty minute documentary on that heist and how it happened and why it happened. Because the maple syrup was worth so much money that they decided it was better to steal maple syrup than try to rob a bank. Because it is worth a there's a hutch in there from Topaz. Yeah. I, I mean, found a button at Topaz. There's crazy stuff like like wedding dress from eighteen forty three that came from Nauvoo was probably for you know, Brigham Young's like thirtieth wife. Um, so we've talked about the I think by the time they got to thirty they didn't put on wedding dresses anymore. They're like, ah, uh, here's a rag, bitch. <laughs> we need to save this stuff. This is important stuff. Jess right? is gonna put it in her garage. It, it, we do we do need to save it. Oh my it. gosh, I would go through every single piece. I love this stuff. It's really disappointing that oh. that stuff's just sitting there getting ruined and it is it is uh 
Why in the hell is it at the Rio Grande of all places? That's so the one of the the rooms at the Rio Grande is um, why can't I think it's basically like you can go in and research anything in Salt Lake City, like the historical archives is there. That's just a weird place. I would to put it, I think. But what it's do I know? Historical place. Why would you want history in history? Well, uh, speaking of history. Um, so Utah County's growing, uh, and there's a lot of stuff out in Utah County. There's a lot of petroglyphs out there. You guys, we could totally make a clone out of Brigham Young because they have his hair. We want more of that bastard around? Well, I don't think that he was all that awful, but I mean, there are worse. <laughs> like, look at our president. <laughs> Okay, this is so, up by my house. Yeah, I was going to say, the way. This it's is, just down the street. A lot of this is Eagle Mountain and Saratoga Springs. And this is a big deal. Like, so it's been a big They had big the paranormal fight. ones that looked like they had the aliens and stuff on them. Well, yeah, there so there's a lot of petroglyphs out there. And house. as they're starting to develop that stuff, like Eagle Mountain in, in, in particular is, is a big spot. So they're running into historical sites where these petroglyphs exist. And they've destroyed some. And they're trying to make sure they get preserved. Um, it's. Uh, the, the the problem is they've used those mountains as a backdrop for a shooting range for the last seventy five years. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff that are unearthing there. That's uh, yeah, and a lot of this is actually not up on the mountains. It's actually out in the fields. Is it where they're starting? Out by me. Where they're building homes or? Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're trying. So to maybe figure you do live in an old Indian burial ground. The good news um, is they are building a shooting range possible. out there. Maybe they are. I saw that, and I actually had that as a news story, but then I deleted it. Maybe that's like, no reason I want to talk about this. Maybe no. that's why you have a weather vortex and You know, I'm there. disappointed. You did not talk in events about the gun show, which is happening this weekend. The Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain Gun, gun show. show. That is the gun The show. Rocky Mountain Gun Show. Wait, where when is it? Li- this weekend. Oh, that Let's go buy a gun, babe. the same place that I'm going to be. Yeah, you might get shot. You better wear a bulletproof vest. Uh, I don't think it was there last year. Gun it show. wasn't the same weekend. Mountain gun show. It's at, <laughs> is it at the Mountain Expo you. Center? <laughs> 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 we can shoot you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to that thing. Yeah, but I will be in the building. Ten, $10 says that Greg calls me and asks if I want to go to the gun show with him. But we, we need to get a gun. Let me see where it's at. <laughs> you guys talk what, what, what are you going to that's at the same place as the gun show? I am a clerk for a national classic car auction. What does the clerk do? Uh, writes down all of the bids. And Didn't you help wins. with it last year? And who wins? Yeah, who wins? Yep, who South wants? Town Expo Center. March 3rd and 4th at the South Town Expo Center. It's not the South Town Expo Center. Yeah, it's yeah, now it's the Washington not. Mutual bullshit. Mount well, America. Mount America. I don't know. It's some fucking bank. Washington Mutual. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. But if you want, babe, we can oh go God, there. Oh, my God, look at the picture. If you want, we can go there and get uh, CW, uh, concealed weapon permit classes for 40 bucks. There you go, babe. Then we can walk out of there with an AR-15. <laughs> All well, right. Fuck this last story. not pink. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about this historic place shit another time. Save, save this one, though, because Jeremy might actually care about that. I was the one that posted it. I care about it. Well, I know, but Jeremy's into architecting and stuff. So You are? And stuff. I, I had no idea. I mean, you do other things. You keep bees and chickens and... Farms. Farms. You keep farms. You have an urban farm. <laughs> but since we since I brought up... I didn't he has even, children, too. This is me <laughs> transitioning and not knowing it. Gun show. Um, let's talk about guns. So I was joking about buying an AR-15, but I could do that. We talked about it earlier. 
it's easier to buy a gun than to get a divorce. Uh, less waiting. Um, you can buy a gun younger than you can drink or smoke. Is it 15? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 15, 16? Yeah, like you can that. buy a gun. Um, here's the thing. So we don't, we haven't talked about this kind of thing um, because it, it hasn't happened in Utah yet. It will. We will have a school shooting. I guarantee it. It's only a matter of time. I'm so glad my kids are graduating. I mean, if, since, since the Parkland shooting down in, down in Florida, we've had five or six now in the, in the span of two weeks, schools on lockdown for threats of shootings in the state of Utah. We're not a big state. Population-wise, we're, we're relatively small. It's only a matter of time before we have a kid shoot up a school here in the state because guns are extremely prevalent here. Well, there have been um, four or five uh, stopping of events through Snapchat. One recently was this morning down the street from your house at Thomas Jefferson Middle School. Yeah, mm. where, where the dogs got hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just one They dog. stopped one at Springville and they stopped one at... Um, I can't remember the other schools, but I'm grateful to stop them. You got to think, why on earth would you be posting it as a kid? Why, why do you? Why would you? Because one no, of them no, was no, no, because it's, somebody it's, broke up with, like somebody got punished at school, so they were getting back for their friend. Like, yeah, like it's. Uh, but, but that's what they grow up on that. because they grow up on it. They post everything about their lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where you put stuff out there to see if someone's listening. Um, but let's let, let's talk about the real problem. It's not kids that are upset at the world. It's guns, and it's not mental health. It's anger. It's, it's yeah. Nobody's talking that people are just angry and psychopaths. Well, and and we live in a different world than we lived in thirty years ago. And we live in a world, um, unfortunately, where that kind of stuff occurs. People feel alone. People feel isolated. To talk to a friend, you don't actually have to talk to them. To interact with people. In, in one sense, you don't have to leave your home. My kids, uh, you know, Sean does her homework with other people on the computer. She doesn't feel like she doesn't have friends, even though, you know, four out of the four out of the five weekdays, she literally doesn't leave the house. And that's not abnormal. That's that's the normal now. When we were kids, we were out of the house. We were out with other people. We were out interacting socially with people on a personal level. We went to the library. What's that? But it's all cyclical uh, too I'm though. Sure like what <laughs> what is happening? So now we have mass shootings and terrorist attacks. Guess what we had 30 years ago? We had serial killers. So don't go out late at night and you know, so there's different levels of you know Terror, what though? I, I would, I I would take know. a I would take a serial killer over a mass shooting any day. And here's the thing. A, a serial killer, uh, you know, sure, they can use guns. Generally they they're they're doing other things to your body. I know that's something you're really interested in based on our <laughs> earlier conversations, Jess. You but, say that as our daughter wants to be a forensic psychologist. Uh, yeah, but but the thing about guns is they're fast, they're easy to get a hold of, and they do a lot of damage. From far away, you don't have to be up close and personal. All all you people who are saying they could just grab a knife, yeah. Well, you have to get close to the people with a knife. Well, so here's here's my my thought on on gun control. I think, look, our constitution says that we should have the right to bear arms. It doesn't have to. 
Just, it's an amendment. Just because that's the Second Amendment doesn't mean that... Look, we had an amendment that said black people are worth three-fifths of a person. Now, down south, they still try to do that by the way they gerrymander districts, but that's neither here nor there. That amendment was taken out of the Constitution. We add amendments to the Constitution. Women can vote. Black people can vote. There are things that we have done over the years where we look at ourselves as a nation and we say, this needs to change. There has been a ban before on assault weapons. Yeah, so there was the, there was the Brady Bill, which put in that three-day three day waiting period that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, there was also a ban on 10 specific assault weapons. Basically, if it was a black automatic rifle, it was banned. So we didn't have Tech-9s, we didn't have Uzis, we didn't have a lot of submachine guns, we didn't have certain assault rifles, but there were basically 10 rifles on that ban list that for a period of time were banned. That's gone. That expired. Why they built an expiration into it is, is beyond me. Like, So one, we can just change the Constitution. We don't have to say, yep, we got to be able to have guns. We can decide if we want. No, we don't need to have guns. That's not a right of an American citizen anymore. Or we could simply say, yes, it's your right as a citizen to own a gun. It's your right as a citizen to drive a car. It doesn't mean you just get to jump in a car and fucking drive. It is harder to drive a car to get a driver's license than it is to get a gun. And I don't care what you people say, even if you're just using it for target practice. Yes, cars can kill people. But the primary purpose of a vehicle is transportation. The primary purpose, purpose of, a of a gun is to kill something. It may be to kill an animal so that you're hunting. And, and I get that, hunters. I'm not saying you shouldn't go hunting. But the primary focus of the, the guns that people are using in these mass shootings are not for hunting. People aren't using them to go kill a deer or a bunny rabbit. Nobody hunts with an AK-47. No. It is harder it's for, people, for to people to kill other people. It is harder for people to vote in some states than it is for them to go buy a gun from Walmart. That's a shame. That's a tragedy. There's nothing in our Constitution that says we can't regulate guns. There's nothing that says we can't say, you know what? You cannot own that AR-15. We put more time into our liquor laws than we do our gun laws. Yeah, as a nation, we certainly do. That's it's unacceptable. Our police forces should not be militarized like they are. But they have to be because... To keep up with the competition. Yeah. I mean, you can't go into a fight with gang members that have you know, Tech-9s the, and Uzis with pistols. What was the, the shooting in the 90s that changed it all in California where it... it changed it and that's when police started carrying. Do you remember that? Because the two robbers had AK forty sevens and they took out the whole entire police force and it was on the news and Yeah, I remember and I can't remember what it was. But that's that's really when police forces started to that, arm up. That was a turning point where they said, Well we can't we have to we have to keep up. So why does I why I guess my confusion comes in why we don't take or follow suit like other countries, Australia, Japan. We're not other countries, Jessica. No, How dare you suggest that? But so I'm in Scotland, and my friend who's in the military, we're walking through Inverness, says to me, "What do you notice about that cop over there?" And I was like, "He said he doesn't have a gun on him." Correct. They don't have to carry guns. No, I understand that, but I just don't see why. It's not like our. P- our people that are running this country don't travel and see that it's possible to m- change things. Because the people in Scotland don't line the pockets of our congressmen. The NRA does. No, I understand that, but... That's why. 
That's why. You ask why we can't change? That's why. And and the only way to change that is to tell your Congress critters, we're not we're not safe. We're not comfortable anymore. Well, it's, and and to vote them out if they refuse to make a change. So it, I, this is it, this is along the same lines. I feel like as like abortion stuff is. People, it's so see polarizing. It, yeah, well, it it is. They see it in is a pure black and white thing. No abortions ever, ever. It's horrible, and it's it's killing babies. And we don't care if moms die, and we don't care if you know the baby's growing with with no brain. You can't, you know, you have to have that baby. And they they force a mom to carry a baby for nine months. That's not viable. Or they force a mom to carry a baby for nine months, and the baby's born, and then the mom dies. This is along those same lines, and it's those same people that are that are. The, the same people that will not let a mother make a choice about her own body and her perhaps unviable child to kill them also wants her to be able to have an AK-47 and wants the teacher in the school to carry a gun. I'm sorry, but as I watch teachers post comments everywhere, Teachers have enough to, to deal with. They should not have to protect your child with a gun. No. And especially, it should not we be... We can't even fucking pay for them to have school supplies. I how just are want we us to go back to muzzle loaders. Because think about how long it will take to like, get a clean <laughs> well, gun. And, and like, we talked about it before. It. Go, watch, go, go, go watch Jim Jeffrey's stuff. He, does, he talks a lot about gun violence because he's an Australian. And they successfully eradicated guns and mass shootings and mass murders. Well, can in, you imagine, in, in a, though, teachers, continent. if they're looking at a former student or one of their students and they, they have to decide if they're going to pull the trigger? And what if a, an antsy teacher accidentally pulls the trigger on some kid getting out his cell phone and kills some? No, well, more guns somebody, is not the answer. Somebody else made a really valid point today, too, um, that... You know, guess what? Teachers have depression. Teachers right. have, like, they stress. What's well, to say that they're not going to use their own gun? <laughs> there's a reason there's a saying going postal, and it's because of the stress of the postal jobs, the way they used to be. Uh, and, and teachers have those same kind of stresses. But let's go beyond teaching. I want to talk about a few facts. Well, so you have, while you're looking that up, so you have, you also have the problem of first responders coming on the scene to a school shooting. And you've got, what? 12 teachers with some guns and then the shooter and like, how do they know who the bad guy is? How do they, uh, and how does that teacher determine who the bad guy is? So let's, let's talk about some, some actual facts. They're hard to come by in the gun world because the NRA has lobbied Congress to put in, you know, rules and laws that prohibit a lot of stuff. For instance, the CDC cannot research gun violence. They cannot keep gun records on computers. Even if we claim that it was a national health crisis, the CDC right now, it is illegal for them to do any kind of studies or research on gun violence. They just cannot do it. They can look at fucking pornography. That's a public health crisis, but shooting other people is not. So it's hard for them to do that. Um, You see on TV when they say, well, let's just look up that gun serial number. That's bullshit. It doesn't work that way. So the National Gun Registry, there is one, does exist. It is illegal to have it in a computerized searchable database. There are tens of thousands of banker boxes full of individual carbon copied yellow fucking sheets with registration information of guns uh, sitting out. And I want to say it's in Connecticut. Um, 
the ATF's office. Let's see where it says it's at. I don't know. It's somewhere in the fucking northeast. But they have uh, a library of 285 million records, which have been scanned and digitized, but they cannot make them searchable. They can't put them in a database. So when someone calls in and says, hey, uh, I think I have a stolen gun. Here's the serial number. It can take weeks to find out if that gun, who that gun was originally registered to, if there was a, because they literally. So is it like the old card file for the is, Yes. That's exactly what it's like. They literally have to look through. It's worse than that. They're having to look through alphabetized records or, or numerical records one by one because they cannot search the, they cannot search a database. It's illegal for them to do that. That's fucking insane. Nothing in the Constitution says we can't search who owns what gun and when that gun was stolen or when it was transferred to another owner or when it was sold in a pawn shop. Nothing says that we shouldn't be able to do that uh, from, from a, a, a standpoint technologically. It so just even if you're just going guns. by the amendment and you don't change the amendment at all, these arbitrary laws or lack of lack of laws for requiring certain things are causing tons of the problems that we have with guns right now. Yeah, so that's that's so. First off, statistics are hard to come by in terms of of that stuff, and so they have to do polls and things to kind of get a an idea of gun ownership. And and some of the polls that are out there, um, you know, there was a, a poll done back in 2016 that suggested households somewhere between 36 and 49 percent of households have a gun, uh, and uh, by far, men, uh, white men, are, are the big owners. So 45% of uh, people, males, are the ones that are owning your firearms. Uh, and white males are, you know, 33% of that. So some numbers. Uh, so of the 16,500 roughly murders in 2016 in the U.S., 11,961 or 73% of them were done by a firearm or committed with a firearm. 73% of our murders, almost 12,000 murders <laughs> in the U.S. committed by a firearm. You tell me we don't have a fucking problem with guns. Poison somebody while you're holding up the uh, 7-Eleven. Drink it. Drink ten, it. Ten, just, just stand there for 10 minutes. It'll be fine. I That's, wonder what the percentage of that is domestic violence. I'm sure it's high. I'm sure it's high. They might have some of that here. But again, the, the problem is we can't. Again, poison. The CDC can't study that. The government can't study that. It's against the rule. Um, Who makes these rules anyways? The All somebody has to say is, guess what? We're studying this, mother truckers. Congress has to say that because they've created a situation where we can't study it. That's the problem. Congress has can't to. Can't means won't. That's what my dad always told me. Can't does mean won't. And guess what? We won't study it until Congress changes the law because Somebody the CDC cannot do it. And the only way that law changes is if we talk to our congressmen or we just vote them out. And it doesn't matter what the fucking letter behind their name is. You just have to vote for someone else that will make a change. And if that person doesn't vote, guess what? The House of Representatives turns over every two years. And if they won't change the law now, vote them out. Vote someone else in. And if they don't fucking make make movement after you've called them, vote them out. Vote someone else in. Every two years, just let them fucking turn over. Someone's going to make a change at some point at, if, if you do that. And what it may be is is these kids down in, like these kids in Florida. Have you seen the their actors, videos? You mean? Yeah, sure. The, the paid fucking actors, like the paid protesters that went to Dick Face's <laughs> town hall. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, guess I guess who quit? Guess who quit? So you want to talk about making a difference and making an impact? Chaffetz faced down one of the worst town halls of any Republican congressman in the country. Basically made it so 90% of them didn't fucking hold town halls after that because everyone was so pissed off. And then he stepped down. It's just the public speaking. Your voice can be heard. You can, you can, you can do those things. These kids will hopefully be doing things. And they are, but they're fighting for it. And, and they're not quieting down. And we can't let people say this isn't the time to talk about it because is this March is the, the 24th? time. Yes. So there is a March. Is it the 24th? 24th or 26th. I think it's the 24th. And, and I think it's a walkout. It's a planned walkout too for kids. And you know what? The, you I, know, the kids in Florida, they walked 15 miles from their school yeah. to park to the, that school. And it's not. And, and look, if you live in the state of Utah or wherever you live, if your kid wants to walk out of school on the 24th and participate in this protest, you let them. And if their school wants to fucking suspend them, let the school suspend them. Because that's bullshit. Right? Any school that says if you participate in this protest, you'll have to face the consequences, face the consequences. The people in the 50s that sat in in restaurants and got arrested and got beaten and got thrown in jail, it sucked, but they made a difference. Those things make a difference. So, so be heard, participate in those demonstrations, call your Congress people, uh, ask them to change the law. Because until they do that, we're going to continue to see 75% of our violent crimes, of our murders in this country be committed with, with firearms. Just think about that. Let's, let's say we get rid of three, three quarters, three quarters of those. Now you don't have a gun. It's a lot harder to kill someone. Suddenly now we have 8,000 plus less murders, 9,000 less murders occurring in the U.S. a year. All we got to do is just say, you know what? We're going to make it harder to get a gun. But the kids, it's the kids. These kids don't need to be shot. They're kids. Well, and it's not even just kids. It's those people at the freaking con uh, concert in Las Vegas. I mean, they're just there at a concert in Las Vegas. Like, what are they doing wrong? They don't deserve to be shot any more than Well, than and that kids wasn't just do. kids. Yeah, that was just people. Yeah. You know, but I know, but I know that it's horrible when a young life ends. It is. It's terrible. But it, we can't minimize when somebody decides to shoot up a bunch of adults either. These, these are angry people. And when you're angry, you say things that you wish you could take back and that you can't. But you can smooth over your words eventually, hopefully, given time. You cannot smooth over a death. The person is gone forever. You can't fix it. Make it harder for people who are angry and going out on the spur of the moment to purchase a gun to do it while they are still angry. Make it harder for people who are abusive to purchase weapons. I'm not saying ban them. I want to I want to own a gun. I want to get a concealed weapons permit. Yeah, but you don't need an AK. No, I don't. You're right. <laughs> you exactly. Don't. You can and have a handgun. That's fine. Or a rifle. And if you want to <laughs> shoot one because you say you just want to have it to to to, you know, that shoot a target practice. Go to a gun range. Exactly. Go, go to, to a rent gun a gun range and rent a gun. Then they'll be properly taken care of. They'll be locked up. 16-year-old kid, a fucking 7-year-old kid's not going to be playing with it because you left your safe open in your house. That actually happened. That happens all the shot. It killed. happens all the fucking time, all the time. 
So I didn't want us to be on a soapbox, but I don't have a I don't have another way to talk about it. And I don't think that we can I don't think that we can ignore it anymore. Well, and I know that it's about Utah and this hasn't happened in Utah yet. It has though. We've had mass shootings here. We had Trolley Square. But you know what I mean. Like with the this. We talked about the anniversary of Trolley Square. It happens. And it's only a matter of time. Like we said, in two weeks, two weeks since Parkland happened. It hasn't even been two full weeks, I don't think. Mm -mm. We've had... Tomorrow. I I think we've had six schools go on lockdown uh, for threat of a shooting. Six. In in less than two weeks. Well, just in the time... Or some type of terrorist act. Just in the time that the girls were over at St. Francis. It didn't happen at St. Francis, but we're so close to Kearns High. They were involved in three lockdowns. Yeah. You shouldn't have to have that. We shouldn't have to have a school go on lockdown because there's an there's you need lockdown because there's an earthquake, not a shooting. Yeah, or a nuclear bomb where you get under your desks and that's going to protect you. Mm-hmm. Well, you get under your desk for earthquake too. <laughs> yeah, but that's different because that might actually stop something from falling on your head. <laughs> <laughs> they crawl under your desk when a bomb's going to hit a nuclear bomb. That ain't going to fuck. They just need a whole wall of freezers like Indiana Jones. Yeah, gets you just it. jump inside of a fridge. <laughs> then everybody's a okay. lead-lined fridge, and you're clearly it's going to save your life. Other than they don't open from the inside, so <laughs> somebody's got to be there to let the kids out. That person is a brave soul. They're just they're gonna die in their effort, but they gotta hide under a desk to escape the initial blast. Then let all the kids out. At least one of the kids. The freezers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the things that we do are so stupid sometimes as as a people. I I just uh, I hate to end the show like that, but we're 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 about out of time here, and um, but I I think it's important. I think we 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 can't not talk about it anymore. Uh, we, we have to keep the conversation going when it dies out. You know, the only thing that brings it back up is the next school shooting. And that's just not, it's not acceptable. And, and what's the threshold now? Because we don't, we don't hear the two and three people shot at a school very often anymore. Now the body count's got to be above 10 for us to hear about it in in some sort of mass uh, effect. And that's just, that's just insane to me. You know, I just wonder at what point we're going to make a change as a country because look at fucking Sandy Hook. Well, it's stupid because the question's asked every time. Well, what's it going to take? What's it going to take? Have you listened to Marco Rubio's, or not Marco Rubio, Paul Ryan's speech after every single one? It's the exact same speech after every shooting. Yeah, now's not the time. I just don't understand why people are scared. It's like, a mental health issue. Just... Well, here's the thing. If it's a mental health if, issue, if you think it's a mental health issue... Then fucking put some legislation in place for mental health. Oh no, they just took away all that that uh, they did that funding for mental health. Yeah, exactly. So how's it going to get better? Um, all the right. thing is, is you're right. It's not a mental health issue. No, it's not. It's a gun issue. Guns do kill people, it's motherfuckers. The bullets inside of those guns kill people. So uh, on that note, um, <laughs> go to the gun show this wow. weekend. Go to Rocky Mountain Gun Show. Or you can go to the other side and come pay money and just come and watch a f- awesome classic car auction. <laughs> yeah, go, go to the cla- <laughs> maybe bid on a car. Oh, my gosh. Um, what you should do Make is... Make just go- work hard. All right, so here's the thing. It's you can go to the gun show. Work. Listening um, to those guys, the auctioneers is the weirdest thing you've ever heard. Just talk one of the gun dealers into uh, letting you cut the zip tie off the, the trigger lock. Wrong gun um, show. Go ahead and no, it'll happen here too. Uh, go ahead and just throw the clip in. It'll already be loaded because apparently that's how they fucking roll at the gun shows. Uh, and then walk over to the car show and <laughs> get some money. 
Because these cars aren't going for cheap. There's going to be some kind of cash there, right? I doubt they pay for it in cash. Is it a cash auction? Um, no. Cashier's checks? Not ca- yes. Okay, maybe don't do that because that's going to be yeah. difficult. Um, and some of it's online. Like last year, we sold a 1965 Shelby Cobra GT for 200 and something thousand dollars to right, a buyer me, in Oregon. Right. That's fucking stupid money for a car. It that's, was a beautiful a cool car. car. Yeah, you should have seen the car. It was amazing. I don't amazing. give a fuck how cool the car is. <laughs> Shelby GT. Like, just give me that money. I can make better use of it. It would pay for my house. I could pay off my house with that kind of money. Fix your roof. Yeah. No, no. Pay off my house. <laughs> the roof. You could have a cool roof. Yeah. I could, then, I could if fucking you pay off the house, house. Then, then, yeah, we could totally get a roof after I, that. I could pay off the house and get a roof and still buy a new car. A brand new car, not a fucking 1960s car. One that doesn't pollute. I could buy a fucking electric car. <laughs> so the Pay first, my house off, do my roof, get an electric car. The first, it's amazing. Can we get new windows too? Yeah, probably. I mean, shit. Energy efficient. We windows. got the money, fucking $265,000 on a car. Unbelievable. Not even a new car. On someone's old piece of shit. It's probably got like fucking cigarette burns in the seat. No, the it, was I'm just <laughs> it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I'm sure it was fully restored for 260000 But still, you get my point. Like, two hundred. that's someone else's car. Like, they fucking, they had sex in it. Uh, there's probably semen all over the seats. And you just paid $260,000 for so, that. So, right before it sells, it's, can we please blacklight this car? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we did that. If you want to see the blacklight images, that's an extra fee. It's part of Carfax. We've, we've had it clean. <laughs> yeah, does, a, does a 1965 Mustang even have a Carfax report? No. No, no it's but it's really cool. Anyway, because they, I, I got to the first year that I did it. I was actually one of the drivers, which was terrifying. Girls. No, like to moving the. I didn't move them onto the lot. I we parked them after they came off and I wouldn't want to be responsible. It was terrifying. Show. I drove in like a nineteen twenties old like farm truck and it was terrifying. Did you jump out? I, like, I was, yeah, can't do this I was, basically like, roll yeah. out of the clutch. Basically yeah, basically. They all are. And the steering wheels are ginormous. Yeah, there weren't automatics back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's so many there's so many buttons. You're like, lucky there's you not a you're lucky there's not no a power like there's engine. like pushing and like pulling and no and power it's steering. Crazy. No power brakes. So no now power I sit up by yeah. the auctioneer and I write down the bids because <laughs> I don't want to park the cars. I didn't know you could drive a clutch. I can't. Oh, that was Nobody probably the problem. <laughs> Neither can the guy that got that truck either. I don't even know if that truck sold that year. <laughs> Not after you drove it. <laughs> uh, okay, that's going to do it for tonight. Um, so uh, if you want to, if you want to be on the show, let us know. Um, we're dropping guests like flies over here. Uh, not really. I'm not really. You. We we are we are we are usually booked a couple of months out. But uh, as you may have heard from last week, we'll fit people in if it fucking needs to needs to happen. Um, uh, if you have an event coming up, let us know. You can reach us on Facebook, the New Utah Podcast. We're on Twitter at TNU Podcast and thenewutah.com is our website. Uh, and uh, feel free to leave us a review. We've had a couple of reviews, guys, on iTunes. Oh really? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll read them to you after uh, after we're done here. Um, but we love reviews and and share the episodes if you like what you're hearing. If you want to uh, other people to participate, just just go ahead and, and share those out. That helps us a lot. Uh, and and that's gonna do it for the night.